Mitch, was 2015 the best year for cartoons ever? I'd say so. Uh, no, you're wrong. 2013 was probably the best. Uh, year. Uh, I, I actually don't know what happened in 2013. So <laughs> Two I'm, years ago. I'm living a lie. So. <laughs> I can't remember anything. That's the Animation Destination Podcast. <laughs> Destination. It's a new theme. How do you like that? That was good. I it's love a new it. theme. I, I love, love it. that theme. Oh. Man. That was great. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Animation Destination Podcast. An animation celebration podcast. Mm. I'm your host, everyone's favorite cartoon junkie, Brandon <laughs> Jones. I am here with Mitch Harmon. Hey, everybody. Just me and him today. But this is our year-end uh, episode, or year-beginning, I should say. Uh, reviewing of year end. Yes. Uh, the first episode of 2016, mm-hmm. uh, I thought it was proposed uh, to us to just do a, hey, what, what was your favorite stuff of 2015 animation-wise? I was like, that's a good idea. Why not? Yeah. Because uh, I was struggling for an episode this week. Boys <laughs> 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 like, uh, on to it. <laughs> yes. But we, uh, you know, we, we manned up. And uh, Mitch, uh, you have a top five Animation moments of the year. I do, I do. As do I. My my particular favorite. I can't. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna say they're the official top five uh, animation moments of 2015, but they are definitely my top five animation moments of 2015. Yes, absolutely. It's a it's it's a personal opinion type thing. We exactly. Can't really, we don't. I, I don't have a look at the numbers. Yeah. Or anything. yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> it's yeah, like, yeah. well, well, it says here they got better ratings <laughs> on that. No, no. We, yeah. we we don't have any of that. So this is just uh, personal opinion stuff. I also have some year end awards. For shows and anime, best anime, best Western animation, best animated movie. Uh, what's that going to be? Um, you know, so I, I've got I've got all that stuff right here. So uh, yeah, I think we're just going to get right into the episode. Right into it, as we always do. We're going to start off with an animation recommendation, uh, which is uh, X-Men The Danger Room Protocols. Oh, yeah. Yes. Evan was showing me that uh, yes. the other day, and that mm-hmm. thing looks awesome. It looks cool. It's uh, It was ju- it was done by an uh, independent animator named uh, Joel Furtado. Mm. Um, no he, relation to Nelly Furtado, I assume? I have no idea. <laughs> I, I, would, I would have to look him up a little bit further than <laughs> yeah. that. Uh, he's a... He's a... He's a... Um, uh, he's a Animator in Vancouver, Canada. Mm. Uh, he's done animation. He's been the animation animator and art director for many video games and the time. Uh, and <laughs> given the fact, given the fact that the X Men Danger Room Protocols has a pixelated style to yeah, it, it's like all eight bit, uh, pretty much. Yeah, it's all like eight bit kind of style, but in that. You know, well, I guess it's not style. really eight bit. It's not eight bit at all. It's animated. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's not eight bit, but it has an eight bit. The look. pixelation. Yeah, it's got a right. pix. It's got a pixelation. You said it look. right first. I messed yeah. it up. But. Sure, you're fine. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, but uh, go check out that trailer because uh, episodes start January nineteenth for, oh, for free on YouTube. I didn't know they were already yes. started coming out here this it's month. An eighteen episode series, hmm. uh, probably about. Uh, I would guess about like three to five minute episodes or something. Okay, and uh, I I don't. Picture any voice acting, maybe other than Professor X, because uh, the basis is you're going to get to see them uh, 
in in groups of two uh, take on a danger room scenario. Scenario, okay. So and and so that'll feature like all their best villains and stuff like yeah. Sauron and uh, Sinister Juggernaut, and Juggernaut and Mystique, you know. So, but it's gonna be like pairs. It's gonna be like groups of two for each episode uh, doing that. They showed like Gene and Wolverine, uh, you know, and I, they might switch that up even more because eighteen episodes. You know, there's, there's yeah, I mean, there's the, way less than eighteen. Uh, oh yeah, you know, or, I was gonna say the, yeah. the X Men roster is fast, but I don't know about that. That so you're gonna start digging yeah. down to get to like oh, Caliban or yeah. something like well, that. If you, you want to do that, you could fill that roster with. Yeah, oh yeah, no, X Men's vast easily, but. but if anybody's going to know who as far as the are. core exactly. X Men, yeah, exactly. they're going to they're going to have some repeats. Yeah. But it has the cool look of the cartoon slash Jim Lee mm-hmm. uh, number one from nineteen ninety one. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, and I, I for one, uh, I've missed fly punch, flying punchy rogue uh, quite a bit. You know, they've kind of they've kind of dulled her down into like kind of an emo, yeah, wearing you know from the movie and. Whatever. Yeah, and like I, I think they're just trying to like they they pretty much put a reset on her powers. Yeah, and said okay, now she's all she does is absorb powers once again. She's already you know the whole powers of Captain Marvel are out of her now, yeah. but now in the comics she's absorbed uh, Wonder Man's powers, so she's got like super strength and she can shoot ionic energy and nah. really yeah I know it's like See, you took away one super like. You know, like level level great great A superpower and give right. her another great A superpower. I mean, yeah. it's, we, I don't know. You know, I don't, it's just like for some reason, like I like, like it's funny because I liked Rogue before I ever really knew who Mar- Ms. Marvel was. Mm-hmm. In fact, my introduction to Ms. Marvel was the episode of uh, the cartoon, yeah, where she was in the coma, and uh, yeah, I was like, that was my introduction to her. I was like, oh. She's the reason she can fly and punch things. Mm-hmm. I want to know more about her now. <laughs> like the, and then they just kind of took that away from Rogue, and I was just like, uh, it's a shame. Cause, I, w- I will agree. You know. It seems like the, the, the Rogue me and you grew up on, that was the Southern Belle Rogue. Southern Belle, like, yeah. Now, just the, like, the Rogue we have now is very emo. Like, yeah, don't touch me. Yeah. I'm going to absorb your powers or whatever it may be. So, yeah, it, it, I don't it, know. it was a fine take when Anna Paquin did it in the movie. And yeah. They kind of just took that and made it. And they're like, let's, let's make it a staple in, this, yeah. in the comics. And I just I miss uh, I miss Quippy Punch a Tank Rogue. So <laughs> I'm happy. I agree. She, I'm happy she's back. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's my animation recommendation. Go check that out because it's starting January nineteenth. Go check out the trailer. It's on uh, just just search X Men Danger Room Protocols. I, say, I saw it on yeah. YouTube. Yeah, so. you'll, you'll pull up the trailer. It's on YouTube, and all the episodes are gonna be free on YouTube. So Sweet. on that same channel. So subscribe to his stuff. Uh, yeah. So that's it uh, for animation recommendation. On to Tune News. Voltron Netflix series. Ooh, yeah, yeah. that kind of uh, not a whole lot of um, word about what it's going to be or mm-hmm. anything, but uh, we do know that's coming, and we do know that uh, uh, the series uh, Troll Hunters is also an animated series. It's coming. Oh, to okay. I think it's based off of a book, I believe. I'm not sure. I need to. Go I'm assuming it's not based off the Box Trolls yeah, movie no, or whatever. Probably but. not. Yeah, probably not based <laughs> off the Box Trolls movie. But because, uh, uh, yeah, that would be that would be interesting if Leica uh, was able to do a series uh, <laughs> based off of but, the Box yeah. Trolls. Yeah. Speaking of which, I can't wait for Leica's new movie. But that's we've talked about that <laughs> earlier, so I don't want to talk about that. But anyway, uh, yeah, Troll Hunters and uh, Voltron was it? Voltron, man. Voltron. That that's pretty. Dumb. When when it when it starts to get close to premiere, we need to do a Voltron. Episode. Oh, I'm down, dude. And, I'm down. And uh, I would like to get you and Evan on because, interestingly enough, I watched a lot of Voltron as a kid. 
I was never a huge fan of it. Really? Yeah. When I was Dude, young, it, some about I giant would, robots and then yeah, transforming together. Sure. I was a Robotech kid, ah. and, and I was all about Robotech. And Voltron was just kind of like, that is okay. <laughs> it's not Robotech. Not no Robotech. It's I not Robotech right now. though. Yeah, no, Robotech. I, was, I just imagine you as a kid just sitting around yeah. like a smug look on your yeah, face. It's like, like, it's these guys, these Voltron guys, mm, they're all right, but mm, not, they ain't no Robotech. Yeah, push, pushing up my glasses. <laughs> pushing up my glasses. Oh, man. But yeah, no, it's, uh, but no, I'm, but I'm, I'm, interestingly enough, I do follow it and everything. And we've had two series of Voltron come out afterwards. We've yep. had Voltron the Third Dimension, which was a piece of garbage. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, oh, we also had uh, Voltron Vehicle Force, if you'll remember that one, which was just another series that was dubbed over and called Voltron. Ah, I don't think, uh, I, re- I, don't it, think I remember that one. It's a completely different series, and it's like a thing of like different vehicles. I was like, say, were they vehicles yeah, and lions or whatever? Yeah, except there were like there were like nineteen of them, and they all formed into like one big robot. That, wow, that's convoluted. Yeah, that kind of maybe sort of looked like Voltron, but not really because it wasn't. <laughs> yeah. So they just dubbed it to be Voltron. Wow, so. and they had that many different like characters. Yeah, it, it was. It was like it was like there was a truck and a fire truck and a, like it just it was all these. <laughs> there was a guy and, on a jet ski. Some dudes in the glider. Seriously, and they would all just like fly through space. Like it just like it just looked ridiculous. The guy in a Range Rover just like flying through space. <laughs> like, Wait a minute, it's nonsense. Oh, that's uh, good. So that there was that that was just that, that was done in, around the same time. I'm glad uh, I missed that. That yeah, sounds it was, awful. It, it was pretty bad. Go go check that out sometime. <laughs> it's it's worth a laugh. And then you had Voltron: The Third Dimension, which was horrible early CGI animation. Yeah. It was wretched. They tried. It was bad. It tried. But it was just bad. It mm-hmm. just was really bad. They did get the original voice cast though, which was pretty nice. Oh, that's and nice. And then they got Tim Curry to be Voltar. Uh, Voltar. Vol- Vol- so, Voltar? Oh, is that his man. Name? I think it's oh Voltar. Voltar. I, I am totally it. spacing on his name, but I, I think... I want to say it's Voltar. I want to say it's Voltar. Yeah. Oh, I got... I'm, I'm, I'm dead on I got to Google I, this now. I know I, it's him. But they got Tim Curry to be him, which was That's nice. cool, yeah. Uh, Anything but, with Tim Curry, I'm, I'm on board with. But it was just like... It was just so badly animated and just like... Just poor. Uh, <laughs> awful. And then, in uh, 2009, a series called Voltron Force came out mm-hmm. uh, over in Canada. That was an interesting show. It was half decent and kind of half crap. Yeah. Uh, it's just like, it was kind of like that. It was done by a studio that kind of does like cheap model sets and animations. It's not the worst, but at least it's 2D animation. But it also had this weird mixed bag where Voltron was CGI and it was weird. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, it's one of those things where it's like you could probably overlook it if the animation yeah. wasn't so bad, but yeah. the story wasn't. The story didn't really hold that much weight, anyways. Yeah, I mean, the story was just kind of like. But interestingly enough, the story did have an. I'll get into that when we do a Voltron episode, actually. Yeah, so, yeah. but the uh, the, no, the no main bad. bad guy apparently in Voltron. Yeah, I don't hear this. Does it's? It, I'm drawing a blank on it. Emperor Zeppo. Oh, that's the, that's his dad though. Like, then, but there was Prince. It's Prince uh, like Zol- Zoltar, Prince Zoltar. I think it was Zoltar. Uh, it's like Prince something. It's Prince something. But. Yeah, Marshall. There's Marshall. all these captains and Zandu and Robies. Zarkon. Z- Zarkon. King Zarkon. Z- okay, that's, that's King Zarkon. That's his dad. So what's his son's Prince name? Prince Lotar. Lotar. That's, that's it. what it is. Lotar. Yeah, Prince Lotor. That's okay. it. Zarkon. Getting mixed up. All right, I'll edit all that out. Okay, <laughs> that's fine. There you um, go. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's uh, it's coming. New Voltron. We'll see what that we'll Can't see what that wait. Means. Hopefully it's going to yeah. be good. Yeah. 
Uh, let's see. Next up, we've got uh, yeah, this is this is a sad thing. Uh, FXX uh, has canceled before it even started. Uh, Cassius and Clay animated series, which was a series by Adam Reed, uh, creator of Archer and yeah. C Lab Twenty Twenty One. This was good. They they had a pilot. They 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 said go ahead with the pilot, and then they picked up the pilot and said ten episodes, and it was going to launch with the relaunch of Archer. Hmm. Uh, but it was this post-apocalyptic uh, southern, like in a like in Southern America, yeah. And it was going to star um, uh, what's her name, Sweet D from Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Oh, uh, uh, okay. Yeah, it was going to be her and uh, and, uh, and like they were going to be like just these two girls, like you know. I'm sure it's going to be vulgar as all hell. Yeah. And, you know, and just like, but that, that's what it was. It was going to be them, like, trying to survive in a post-apocalyptic, you know, uh, s- Southern America. And yeah. uh, they canceled it. Huh. And there's no word as to why they canceled it. I was say, they didn't say why. They just... No, just, it was like, nope, we're not going to do that. That's weird. After ordering the pilot. The pilot yeah. exists. And then even after the pilot came out, they... They, they, they said, ten episodes, ten episodes, let's do it, and we'll, we'll launch it with Archer. Huh. And then didn't. Was it going to be, in the, it was gonna be like in the same vein, like animation style as, oh, yeah. as Archer it looked or whatnot? Ex- it, the, the promo art looked exactly the same. Huh. Like, it was just like, it looked exactly like Archer, and I was super stoked for it. Because I remember when uh, Archer Vice came out, there was this uh, uh, show that happened right after it. Chosen. Chosen, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was the Did other one. Did they do one, any yeah. more of that? No, or... it got canceled after the first, like, ten episodes or so. So, yeah. <laughs> so they were just right. like, we don't want another Chosen on our hands, I, all right, so. I guess, I don't know, but I, I like Chosen, too. I thought it was good. I thought yeah. Chosen was funny. It was it, vulgar. It was, it was really, yeah. It was really it was vulgar. Like, very vulgar, but it's just, I don't know. I thought it was, and I actually liked the fact that, you know, in every episode you had a little bit of a, like a, a rap, rap or whatever. Rap yeah, at the it was, end. It was yeah. nice. And it was, yeah, this is Bobby Moynihan. He's, he's funny. Oh, he yeah. Was, uh, yeah, so. Yeah, so that's a shame. Uh, yeah, no, no, uh, no Cassius and no, Clay. No word as into why. Maybe, maybe somebody, maybe other, some other network will pick it up. So. Yeah, uh, possibly, there's yeah. A, there's a pilot they can pitch now, so I don't know. Uh, we'll see. Uh, great news up next. Oh. This is fantastic news. <laughs> Uh, not the best of news, but like fantastic news for what, for what we know. Alex Hirsch, creator of Gravity Falls, will develop an animated series for Fox. Oh wow! So he's it, it's it's been no idea what it's going to be yet. Yeah, but he's going to Fox and he's going to develop a series right hmm. after. Yeah, uh huh. Yeah, that's kind of cool. So, so. I'm, I'm wondering. So is it going to be like mm-hmm. um, I, I assume? Is it going to be part of what was Fox's cartoon yeah, animation domination? Something maybe, like that. Is it going to be part of that or what's it? Certainly not animation destination. <laughs> I'll tell you that. No. Uh, but yeah, no, it's, uh, yeah, uh, so yeah, he's gonna be doing That's pretty a cool. series, an animated series for Fox. I hope they do it in the same vein, I hope they take his, you know, like, his, oh, yeah. his art style and... And, and translate, because I, I, lo- I love Gravity Falls' art style. and too. Everything is very fluid, very smooth, but it still has that nice cartoony look mm-hmm. to it as well, so... Yep. Definitely want to see more of that. So Absolutely. no word as to what it is? No word as to what it is, just Alex Hirsch will develop a show. They've, right on. they've said, hey... Your Gravity Falls thing was a hit. Come over here and make a show. <laughs> Do some more of this stuff. Uh, Why not? However, no no guarantee that it's actually going to get put out yet because uh, as as Justin Roiland revealed one time that uh, uh, see Alex Hirsch, Justin Roiland, and this guy I forget his name. I apologize. Uh, uh, they they all went to they all went to animation school together, and then they all started making. They all got greenlit for shows at the same time, and uh, it was Gravity Falls, Rick and Morty. 
and uh, some like comedy police kind of show. I forget it was it's like it's it's I think it's called like cop show. It's literally called like cop show. <laughs> and Justin Roiland was involved in it, and it shelved. Really, it's thirteen episodes completely done, voiced, animated, everything, and it's just sitting on a Fox shelf somewhere. And any reason? I mean, well, actually, never mind. It's Fox. That's <laughs> yeah, that's, that, that's and, the reason. And literally, and someone asked that, like they asked, like Justin was like, "Why was it shelved?" And he's just like, "It's they shelved <laughs> yeah, it." Yeah, I don't talk know. Talk to Fox. Like at any point, they can pull it off the shelf and put it in the tape. You know, put it in a tape player. But right now, it's it's a fully produced show that uh, that's just sitting on a shelf. Somewhere. Yeah, I know. Fox, it's, the the, the butchers of of Firefly. Yeah, you know, if if, if that doesn't give you an idea yeah. of of their inner working minds, I don't know what will uh, yeah. will will give you that window. But the, I mean, I, it doesn't make any sense to have something completely done, yeah. paid for, right. and just sitting there. Like you'd be making money off of this, but you're not willing to play for. Whatever reason it yeah. may be, but it, I, it's it's bizarre. So there you go. Oh, but, uh, yeah, that's uh, that's it for the news. So Woo! what to do? That's uh, that's all there is. Good good big news coming out. Voltron, Alex Hirsch, oh, yeah, all that stuff, and uh, yeah, and then the sad news of cancellation, which is mm. always bad. But that brings us into our topic of the day. <laughs> Uh, I don't know how many times I'm going to do that. <laughs> yeah, like, eventually no. it's going to just crack me. And I'm just, <laughs> like, I can't do this. A broken I'm, man. Like, and I'm still broke. It's like coming out. I can't, I can't do this thing anymore. It's too much. It, it ruined me. It too ruined much. me. Too much. We're going to get a voice actor for you. Yeah. Just yeah. for that one spot. Ah, it's terrible. Anyway, we're going to go on to our year in quote unquote question mark awards. Awards question mark? I, I don't know. It's, I, 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 you know, whatever. I'm just one dude. It's like, yeah. I don't, it's like we, we, no one voted on this. It's just like, I, this is what I experienced. Is there, this is, this is, this no, is, no, no, no. This yeah. is something new, Brandon. Is it? We are, we are, we are in the beginning. We are on the ground floor of the Jones Awards. That's okay? true. That's true. Yeah. We, I mean, the like, animation destination. Year-end award. Yes, exactly. So uh, all these all these animators, they're going to be getting these awards in the mail. It's true. It's true. They I couldn't be, make I it out be, here to the show. I so. will be sending them uh, via post. <laughs> <laughs> I actually probably should do that. I should like, make up like, a little certificate <laughs> so, yeah. and just send it to their P.O. box. Like, you won oh. the Animation Destination Year-end Award. Year-end Award. Congratulations. It'd be so funny if they came back Just, like, oh, I'm so honored. Thank you so much. <laughs> like, I, oh, I worked so hard on this. Oh, man. It would just be like, oh, man, I need to like draw something, like a little gold like gold star. Yeah. Oh, or just a little golden you just like giving a this thumbs is, up or something like that. This is actually brilliant. I'm going to go ahead. <laughs> yeah. I might do this. It's great, man. I can find go the P.O. boxes for all these studios. <laughs> I guarantee it. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, but, yeah. Uh, basically, this is where I'm going to hand out some... Awards, and we're going to talk about these series and everything, just to highlight what happened in 2015, the series that came out, the animation that occurred. It's it's all we're going to do this every year from now on because it's, it's tradition now. Yeah, it's a, the first annual Animation Destination Year End Awards. So I'm going to go ahead and kick it off to our first little award here: uh, Best Kids Cartoon. Mm. Okay, this is a cartoon that is geared towards elementary students. Uh, you know, you know, younger. Much younger than like you know, because there there there's there's here's the thing. People always say, "Oh, cartoons are for kids." No, they're family oriented yeah. typically. But yeah. there's also adult animation. There's also family. You know, like, something like 
You know, something like Gravity Falls, I qualify. That's for a family show. Family, yeah. That's a family show. It it's something completely safe for children to watch, but it's intelligent enough for an adult for an to adult watch to as enjoy well. and, yes. and love. Yes, uh, absolutely. That's, same with Steven Universe and stuff like that. So, but this is for something that is clearly, clearly geared towards children. Mickey and, Mouse Club, uh, yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, 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 yeah but yeah. that's not the award. <laughs> Uh, oh darn! That's not the award winner. <laughs> in case you were, you wondering. don't like the hot dog song, hot dog. <laughs> and this is the last time I'll be on the show. Do not Thank start you. with me. <laughs> First of all, CGI Mickey is blasphemous. <laughs> blasphemous. Okay, uh, you're not gonna get an argument out of me. Okay, uh, uh, Mickey Mouse is much much better yeah. now, in animation. Now yeah. the new Mickey Mouse cartoons that are done in like Fl- Toon Boom, like, yeah. they're 2D animated. They're done all in, in computer, but those are beautiful. Mm-hmm. And like they're taken back to like the old school stuff. Yeah, harkening back to the old school oh, stuff. It, they're beautiful, but Mickey Mouse Club with that CGI <laughs> yeah. crap. It's awful. It's I know. Just wretched and it just needs to die. Uh but no, best kids cartoon. Uh it was a little cartoon I found on uh a certain site that I will not be mentioned <laughs> on this, uh, by, but anyway, um, yeah, it, it's a cartoon that I found. I just I flipped it on just because like uh, the 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 cover art kind of intrigued me. I was ah, like, what's okay. this? Uh, it's a CGI animated cartoon called PJ Masks, mm. and it's about these three kids uh, who have basically like super powered pajamas. Okay, um, I think and, I've seen this. Yeah, I think and, I've seen parts of it. Right, actually. and yeah. and they they kind of like they kind of like go and it's geared towards children. Yeah, like, just like very small children. Like there's there's a there's learning there's no, in it. You yeah, know, exactly. There's like, there's like oh yeah, do teamwork. Yeah, uh, it's not as like pound over your head as like the the reason I pick it is because the quality of it is like above like the pause like where where do you think it is <laughs> and it's like highlighting and, and you're screaming at Dora it's like it's above you what is wrong with you what is wrong with you you're an explorer you should oh. know these things uh, but you know it, so it, it's just kind of like an action like oh teach your kids teamwork yeah. you know, teach your kids how to get along how to share <laughs> you know it's, it's that kind of thing but like the designs and the colors are really nice, and it's superheroes. You got this kid who's Cat Boy, and he like he's got cat powers. That's adorable. <laughs> you got this kid who's uh, the Gecko, and he's got lizard powers. He can climb on walls and stuff. And you have a girl named Owlette, and that's an adorable name. That is pretty. And cute. she can fly, and she's got like this cool owl outfit, and it's like this is adorable. It's cute. They're like, all like uh, animal based powers, I guess. Yeah, they're just like all animal based powers. Like Owlette can fly, and Catboy's got like agility, and it's like this is this is adorable. Yeah. Like it, it's basically what it is. Like it's a cute show for kids with cute designs, and uh, I say if you want to. Get your kid into something. It's easy to get him into superheroes. Just have him watch that. Yeah, you definitely. Know? So there you go. What, what uh, was the show, the show called again? PJ Masks. PJ Masks. Yeah, it's like a, a superpowered pajamas. So, okay, yeah, I, I was so, like, yeah. do they just look at a TJ Maxx sign? I'm like, no. I gotta turn that into a cartoon. <laughs> yeah, it's PJs and then, PJ they, get, then they put their masks okay, on. Yeah, and they, and they only go out at night, so it's like it's pretty cool. Yeah. So, <laughs> which then like, you, which now begs the question. Whose parents are yeah, letting right. these yeah, kids know, yeah. out at night? It's kind of inferred that it's all kind of imagination. They don't oh, say okay. that specifically, but it's like, you know, like they're in their pajamas and then they're like, whoa, and they transform. And, right. and they go out and it's like, it's cute. It's a cute little show. Like, it's voice acting's not like stellar, but it's not terrible sure. either. It's not terrible. They actually got real children to play them, but oh. they're not awful at it. So yeah. <laughs> it's like, exactly. they're actually. Some, they're some actually Kid yeah. voice actors, not good at all. Yeah, not good at all. But, they're, you know, they're not like great, but they're not bad either. Yeah. So. 
Uh, yeah, go check that out. It's good. It's a good. It's a good. It's a good show. It's enjoyable. Uh, if, if if you want something that's not going to rot your brain that your kid will love, <laughs> watch that one. So, uh, yeah. Next uh, next up is best new show. Best yeah. brand new show that came out this year. All right. I'm going to give that to We Bear Bears. Okay. We I've, Bear Bears is adorable. Yeah. I've seen um, one episode of that oh, so man. far, but yes, it's so cute. It's so good. It's so good. It's it's, it's really adorable. It's got Bobby Moynihan. Uh, I forget the guy who plays Grizz, and it's got it's got Dimitri Martin. I haven't seen Dimitri <laughs> Martin on anything. Oh my gosh, forever. that's that's so true. Yeah, and he's he's Ice Bear, and he barely says anything, and he's Ice Bear. And he's, <laughs> and he's just like, it's like oh, all Ice Bear's friends are future enemies. Like it's just like just brilliant lines like that. Oh man, that's awesome. Yeah, and they, they've got a great cast of characters. I love the designs of like. I love the art style, first of all. The yeah. art style is beautiful. But then, like, the cast of characters, like, the background characters, it looks like they're in California. Like, it just looks like it. You'll see, you know, just, like, diverse people everywhere. And it's like, you don't really see that that often. Nobody really takes the time to think about to, that. Yeah, put, yeah, putting a lot of work into the background. Yeah. I think uh, uh, we've, uh, we may have talked about it. I know we talked about it. I don't know if it's on the show or not. Mm. But, like, the Ninja Turtles, the Nickelodeon yes. one. Exactly. It, like, the first couple seasons is, like, barren. Barren. Like, which New is York how, City, you know? Which, it's like, which is how, like, CGI shows always feel to me because you can't render all those people. Yeah, well you and can, it just takes a lot it just of work takes a and lot, lot of work. time, but and but now as you know, the new seasons they have people walking in the mm-hmm. background always, but like yeah. the city that never sleeps yeah. and there's nobody on nobody this road. It's like yeah. where did all these people go? So yeah. To me, it, it, like I'm always paying attention to the background and you know all all, all aspects of the cartoon, mm-hmm. but you know to see such a barren background is kind of disappointing. So right. it does it is nice to be able to see like a lot of interaction going on in the mm-hmm. background, but it doesn't pull yeah. away from what's going on right in the front of you as yeah. well. Yeah, so. and I feel like the animators like in We Bear Bears are just like like uh, let's put as many designs as we can. I feel like they just love drawing people like in this because like there's always like a bunch of people in the background wherever they go. Like it's really bizarre. But uh yeah it's great. I love it. And it's got Patton Oswald as like a recurring character. Ah oh, that's great. And he's great. And uh yeah. So that's well, it. We bear bears. I got I'm gonna, I got another one I gotta start and watching. You Dang can it. and you can watch that as well. I've only seen one on, episode of it on, so far but Yep. So there you go. Jeez. Uh, best new season. This is a show that has started Prior to 2015, mm-hmm. and the new season has been the best, or you know, it's, it's the best re- re- next season for it. Best this, this year, exactly. It almost went to Dorarara mm. X2 show. Okay, there's X2 2 and X2 show, <laughs> so X2 toe, X2 show. That's it. So, uh, so it's go, it almost went to that. Sadly, it did not, because okay. uh, Steven Universe beat it out. Yeah! <laughs> this season of season Uni- Steven Universe has been... Oh, man. It's been phenomenal. Us. It's been fantastic. I would argue uh, that the both seasons have been awesome. Yes. But, like, obviously, we're talking about just specifically this one, but... It's specifically the one that started in 2015, which was this one, and... Yeah. So much character development. So much, like... You, you learn so much more about... Greg and Rose's history. Mm-hmm. You're learning a lot about Garnet. Oh yeah. Um, you see, like, so in season one we got a little bit of history of Amethyst, but we get a little mm-hmm. bit more character development of mm-hmm. Amethyst in this season. Yep. Pearl the same way because wasn't mm-hmm. the wasn't the Pearl episode where she uh, yeah. yeah with uh, mm-hmm. Rose's scabbard. Rose's scabbard. That was yeah. that was in season two. Yeah. 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 And that was a that was a very powerful. That episode. was season one, I believe. Was it season I believe one? It was season one. Yeah. Man. Mm-hmm. That was prior to... Well, that's a good episode, too. Let me just say that out loud. That's a a phenomenal episode. It certainly is. But, you know, uh, know, Advances with Connie. 
Uh, yes. You know, just lots of advancement with her. It's, just, it's been fantastic. No, Connie actually is probably the most progressed yeah. uh, character yeah. in season two so far because mm-hmm. she's stood up to her mom. She's taking mm-hmm. sword lessons from Pearl. Like, yeah. there's so many great things going on in Steven Universe season two. Agreed. And like I said, my favorite personal character, Garnet, <laughs> you finally get a little bit more in-depth of who she is, oh, yeah. her two fusions and all that stuff. It's just phenomenal. Oh, Love yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. It's fantastic. It's uh, Love Steven Universe to death. Had to mention it somewhere on here. Oh, yeah. Had to mention it somewhere on here. So. Well, if not, I was just going to so be like, and Steven Universe. <laughs> so, just real quick. Yeah, exactly. Because uh, I actually had this list, and I was like, I don't have Steven Universe on here, because I had Dorara. Uh, and I was like, no, no, Steven Universe got that bad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but shout out to Dorara. Yeah, there you, go, there you go. Because it's, uh, it's Close second. Pretty good, too. Pretty good, too. Uh, biggest disappointments uh, of the mm. news of the year. All right. Uh, I'll go ahead and say it is Lauren Faust being off Medusa. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, Lauren, yeah that's Lauren, right. Lauren Fowles and Medusa maybe not becoming a thing. Yeah, it may not uh, even be happening. I was really stoked for this because it's like, hey, uh, Lauren Faust doing a thing and Sony Animation with a brand new franchise <laughs> and it's about Medusa, Greek mythology. Uh, I love that. I don't see anything yeah, wrong with any of those things you just said, Brandon. Exactly. And then... Lauren Faust is apparently not doing that now because Sony just decided not to do anything. I was say, Sony's the one that decided yeah. that. It wasn't like she just said, yeah. nope, I'm done. Yeah, I mean, they, they parted ways. There was no real word as to why they parted or anything, but it just is like, I don't know what Sony Animation's doing. They yeah, have, but I have I, no I, idea what they want to do. Well, they're so. trying to save their, uh, their their rear ends, I would say. I you know? guess. Well, they you know they they flop so badly on the Spider Man and the Spider Man reboot, yeah. That now they're you know they're they're throwing their well, hands up and working with Marvel on all this stuff now. Yeah, well, that's the thing is like they've you know they they've pushed forward with the Spider Man animated movie now. They want to do the that's Spider-Man right, animated yeah, movie. that's right. So, and that's awesome. Yeah, but I, I, that's why I'm but saying I think they're I think that right now they're they're more trying to focus on yeah the think, thing that's showing that there's some big money in which is the I, comic book exactly uh, uh, shows movies they're, whatever maybe they're pulling a DreamWorks they're being cautious yes they they don't want to risk it on it I think it's I think it's idiotic honestly yeah. because well this specifically other things maybe Popeye I might be able to agree with <laughs> because I love Popeye and I love Guinea Tartakovsky yeah but I feel like is that like if you break it down. Is that really a viable property to bring people into the into the into the theaters? The theater? I, Who knows? You're right. Yeah. I don't think it might. It might not be. It might. I would like, argue. A, I would argue. Like maybe the character himself is outdated. Right. But if you allow Gindy to right. do not just the animation but mm-hmm. also have his story, yeah. I would argue it would be a great, uh, I, a great, great yeah. new way and, to reacclimate the the character into yeah. today's society and whatnot. Yeah. And you say from the director of. Hotel Transylvania. That'll get the kids hooked. Exactly. They like that. So, I don't know. It just... Whatever. But that one I can see. Medusa, I feel like, you have Lauren Faust who created... Let's say Whether you like it or not, internet. <laughs> My Little Pony Friendship, Friendship is Magic is a phenomenon. <laughs> like, it exploded. Yep. It has been translated into 40 countries. Like... Wow. It's huge. Mm. It is a Hasbro cash cow. And I know when the comics first came yeah, out, like yeah. it, retailers and, were having trouble keeping up with exactly. that stuff. You and know? Lauren Faust made that. Like, <laughs> all of it. Like it was her and Rob Renzetti. And like that's that's that was that's theirs. who you had mm-hmm. doing Medusa. And then what is wrong with you? And yeah, now they're just like <laughs> we don't want her around here anymore. Ugh, it just like I feel like they were just like, Well, we don't want to take a shot with an unknown 
you know, property. Oh. You know what I'm saying? Like an unknown property. Oh, you're gonna like, say an unknown person? No, like, what? Like, like, but like that's what I'm saying. Like, they didn't want to take a shot with an unknown property and like maybe you know screw it up. And I don't know. Maybe that's their. Maybe there's some viable <laughs> thoughts there from people who are. Staring at a, po- I'm not staring at their pocketbook. You know, True, yeah, that's, exactly. that's the tough part. But, you know, but, I, I would argue right now, fortune yeah. favors the bold on these right, things. Exactly, right like, People, like really, like, dude, you gotta have something. You gotta push it. <laughs> you, you, gotta we, push something. you know, you can have the same rigor or mole every single week or whatever, yeah. but people are looking for new stuff. Yeah. So you gotta, so, you gotta keep it fresh. Make your own properties, make new stuff, and then that's yours. Yeah, you know, it's like then, then, <laughs> nobody then, else can take that from you because yeah. it's yours. Yeah, that right now somebody could probably swoop, swoop in, do their own like yeah. Medusa type of story or whatever. Yeah. Possibly even scoop up a, a, a yeah. Laura Faust too. Yeah, because guess what, Medusa is anybody can do a Medusa story. It's mythology. It's mythology. Yeah, you can grab that and do it wherever <laughs> the heck you want. So. But if you had a design of Medusa, and that that's yours now, yep. like you can't take that, can't that, take that one away. That's Sony's, but whatever. I guess they didn't. Maybe maybe they'll wise up and go, hey, maybe uh, maybe come back and do that. Maybe that'd be nice. So whatever. Don't hold your breath. But that's my biggest disappointment of the year. Uh, I'm gonna send that to Sony. <laughs> I'm actually gonna do this. I'm gonna make it. I, I want you to. Man. I'm gonna, I'm gonna send these great. to PO boxes. I think like even if they don't take it seriously, I love right. just the fact that we're just still right. Gonna, you're still gonna be sending these off oh, yeah. anyways. But yeah. like, ah. I'm gonna I'm gonna do a video of it. Like where I'm yeah. sending them off. Like put them on the PO like, box. I'm gonna I'm gonna buy you a tuxedo oh, T-shirt. And right. That way yeah. You use yeah. Your formal, yeah. but yeah. Mm, still not entirely formal. This is brilliant. This is a great video. <laughs> yeah. We're doing this. We're doing this. This is happening. This is happening. All right. Best. Indie animation, oh, best independent okay. animation. I mean, I'm interested uh, in this one. You know, I'm 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 kind of looking at uh, X Men: Danger Room Protocols and thinking yeah, they might have an early lead in the mm-hmm. 2016, possibly you know, for the 2016 awards. But uh, for last year, uh, it's going to Ruby. Ruby's freaking yeah, amazing. Yeah, easily. Ruby's amazing, and uh, season three of Ruby uh, specifically has just been. Good lord! Yeah, I don't I I, just the fact that like that's done in poser, <laughs> like because you've seen the first season and mm-hmm. like how like limiting like that sort of thing is. Yeah, it was very kinda, rigid and kind of canned. A lot of it is, and like they 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 really pull it out for the fights. Oh they're, yeah, they're brilliant with that. But like you know when they're when they're standing, they just like kind of have canned animations. As a no more of that, man. <laughs> it's gone are the canned animations. It's like legit skeletal custom animation for these characters and cell shaded uh layers lip movement that just the fantastic like sharp dark lines that really con oh, i don't know it's so good <laughs> i've talked about it all in the ruby episode go yeah. listen to that episode it's our most downloaded episode mitch did you know that <coughs> i didn't i did know that Brandon. Yeah, it was I, very I, nice i say it a lot that's probably why you <laughs> you know that uh but yeah go check out uh ruby it's on roosterteeth.com for free, uh, subscribe to roosterteeth.com and you can get exclusive content and also watch episodes early. I don't know why I'm plugging Rooster Teeth. Yeah, you know, they whatever. can use it, I guess. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's, why it's, not? it's like two eighty nine a month. So like, <laughs> yeah, whatever. Yeah. Like, just do that. And you can, watch it on, you can watch Ruby on Saturday instead of Sunday. <laughs> two bucks a month. Yeah, they got a lot of the fun stuff. I was gonna say there's more than just Ruby on there yeah. too. So. Yeah, you got uh, you got uh, Red versus Blue. That's a, yeah, it's, it's yeah, classic. Yeah, yeah. It's a classic. Everybody remembers that. I right? totally forgot that was still an ongoing thing. Too. Oh yeah, man. Yeah, that's what that's what made Achievement Hunter and Rooster Teeth was that <laughs> they, they they've God they exploded after that. Yeah, they're they're an empire now. Like yeah, they have I mean, so much. Well, and like Red versus Blue, I remember that like way back in the yeah, day. You they know, have a hundred employees at that place. Jeez, it's insane. That is, that they funded insane. an they funded an entirely 
new animation, <laughs> you know, animated series. Like, just from that. Yeah. Like, just, it's nuts. Plus all the other stuff. It's just, uh, it they, they knew what they were doing. It just show, it goes to show yeah. when you got fans coming yeah. together, they, the mm-hmm. great things can happen. That's very true. But yeah, Ruby, go check it out. RWBY. Sorry yeah, for anybody yeah, who doesn't yeah. know that. Uh, RWBY is if you haven't heard me say that a thousand times, <laughs> but maybe new listeners are chiming you in, never know. which I always enjoy. It's a it's a good it's a good thing to practice. Exactly. Uh, best anime, mm. best anime of 2015. All right, all right. What do you, what do you think my favorite anime of 2015 is? Uh, you know, I was I was thinking about this actually when you you just mentioned this right before we started the podcast, and I yes. was I was wondering because I really right. do have a lot of animes, but like I yeah. can't really think of anything that's brand new right. that I've been watching here recently. You know, yeah. I, I love I love Dragon Ball Z, but it's nothing really. Well, I guess Super. But uh, I also really do enjoy like Naruto and um, well Berserk's dead pretty much. But <laughs> well, well, I'll get to that here in a little bit. But um, uh, no, the, I I I cannot think of any animes that uh, are like really sticking out. And you're going to say something, and I'm going to be like, no dumb. One Punch Man. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> That was 2015. It? it certainly was. It yeah. was this year. Because I just yeah. started. I just started collecting all the mangas, and there's only four volumes out for the manga right now. Right. But it definitely goes way beyond the show. Oh yeah. But uh, yeah, no. Yeah. One Punch. One Punch is amazing. One it, Punch Man is fabulous. Oh man. I, I'm going to be doing a video series of this, a video of this uh, eventually. But I have a whole editorial of why people who want to write Superman. Need to watch One Punch yes, Man. Yes, yes. Because the way, and again, this will all be in the editorial and everything, uh, but when you can do a show that is interesting every <laughs> episode surrounding a guy who literally cannot be beaten. He, and he beats his enemies that with one, one punch. punch. To make that interesting yes. is such a challenge. And he, they do it so brilliantly in the most Japanese way possible. Well, I would say that there's a lot uh, of humor exactly. throughout the entire that, thing. That, that's that's where it kind of has an advantage over Superman. You can't really have all that much humor. But, uh, and as I will explain in the editorial, I can get way deep into this. Just yeah. The fact that the story is not about him being invincible. Yeah. It's about how his invincibility affects him and those around him and what that constitutes for the layout of the world. Mm-hmm. That's the more interesting part. Well, and, and like, just like seeing him, I guess, almost get, live in a day to day life. But yeah. like he, you know, obviously, I'm sure we're going to cover all this eventually yeah. at one point in time. But you know, his he's a hero for fun. Yeah, yeah. You know, he doesn't do he doesn't do this because he lost his family. Yeah, or he's an alien from another planet. <laughs> yeah, he is doing this because he woke up one morning. He's like, I'm unemployed. I've been looking for a job for a very long time. I'm done with this. I'm going to train to be a superhero. And he trains, trains so hard he goes bald. Yeah, yeah that, trains so bald, trains <laughs> so hard he goes bald. Becomes so uber powerful that it becomes boring now. Yeah, because he can beat everything with one punch. When he fights that Titan uh, guy or whatever, yeah, he's like, it's not all it's cracked up to be is yeah. being super powerful. Boom, and then just that one punch. Him. It's uh, so it's good, like, and like it just. And that's the thing. It's just like, that's the story. Yeah. It's not about him being invincible. And that's how you write. That's how I personally say you write Superman. Mm-hmm. You don't have to depower him. You don't have to do it. You can write a good story surrounding a character that is nigh invulnerable or godlike or whatever. Uh, it just, 
I don't know. And, and you know, like, oh, well, Superman's boring because he's always going to win. So does Batman. Batman <laughs> always wins. Yeah. Like, he's, he's the most brilliant uh, detective, martial artist, you know, like, like, always prepared for everything. He's superhuman, too. To like, a degree, yeah. You know, like, but people always, he's more interesting. Yeah, because he gets to do detective stories, and that's well, interesting. Exactly. You know? Yeah, where, whereas Superman, it boils down to being a slugfest. Yeah. Batman actually has to hide the shadows, do a little detective exactly. work and whatnot. But at yeah. the same time, you're, and, I mean, you're absolutely right though it, it, it does eventually boil down yeah. to like how does this character deal with his yeah. ever expanding power yeah. and whatnot and or, how, how does he deal with it how do the people surrounding him deal with it how does it affect the world around him that's the key to writing something like that and plus uh, the fight what? sequences are so amazing oh yeah that too the, the, mean, the, just, the fight yeah. sequences the, the fight where he has to fight the subterranean people oh yeah yeah so beautiful yeah. man well, all the, the, all the, the, the dream sequence right? well yeah, yeah I guess it's the dream sequence yeah <laughs> or, or for that matter because yeah. the actual fight not that impressive no not at all not, <laughs> not at all it's more of a he just jumps on the head and that yeah. was in but or, or the uh, the um, Carnage Kabuto fight or yeah, whatever yeah, that was yeah. pretty cool too mm-hmm. which once again not really much of a fight it was more no. of just him getting slapped around and him wondering why yeah. today was Saturday which yep. that was was great that as was well great. Uh, yeah. I've made a terrible mistake <laughs> So Saturday. It's one week from today. That means today is Saturday. I miss a discount at the grocery store. <laughs> it's brilliant. Uh, but yeah, so that's uh, that. That's a preview into my. That's editor. a good one. Yeah, I know. That's a preview into my editorial. There's a lot of animes out there, but uh, I, I have to give you a Tokyo. Or, I'm one sorry, Punch Man. One Punch Man is awesome. One Punch Man is fabulous, and really, I think. Pretty much everybody's gonna agree with me on that one because uh, it's it's exploded. If they don't, they're Every, wrong. Everybody you know? loves it. Like everybody <laughs> I've talked to is like, even people who don't watch anime are like, oh yeah, it's amazing. It's just watch the, yeah, just watch yeah. fight sequences. Don't yeah. or even for that matter, like when he's uh, training or, or not training, but he's going to try to get registered as a real superhero yeah. or whatever, and he has to do the the side steps and the, right. the lunge yeah, and all yeah, that yeah. stuff. And just, like all that stuff is just awesome. Yeah, it's beautiful. Uh, yeah, so there you go. That's my uh, that's my. Top anime for today. That's a good one. Uh, moving on. Best animated movie of the year. Oh, okay. It's a, a little preview into uh, the next episode of Nerdstalgia. Sorry, uh, because he's going to ask me what my favorite movie is on that one. <laughs> and it's my favorite movie this entire year. Okay. Inside Out. Ah, nice. Fantastic. Um, for something that literally takes uh, a concept that is pretty old, mm-hmm. personifying... Emotions. Uh, emotions. It's been around since old Disney and Warner oh, yeah. Brothers and everything. Everybody's done that. But mm-hmm. they took that to every possible level and idea you could even fathom. Uh, all the way down to having an existential crisis in, in your own mind. <laughs> yeah. Like, that happens in this movie. So I, I can't really comment like, too much on this because I haven't yeah. actually seen it, but I've heard a right. lot of people talk oh, about it and whatnot. It's so good. And I heard the, 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 so good. It's the my, parts with Bing Bong is I hear there's a really yeah. du- uh, like dark moment with him. Yeah, like, the Bing Bong moments, like, like people kind of person- like personify that one like, a lot, but I just, the, the Riley as a character is mm. just so interesting because of, you know, we're basically, the entire movie is her. That's yeah. That's what we're seeing. It's in her, in her it's, head. It, that, that's what we're seeing. We're seeing her internal struggle. Yes, it's personified into this crazy, goofy adventure. But what we are seeing is her having a, a breakdown. It's what we're witnessing. And it's like, that's that's hefty. It's very that's, heavy for, for like a kid show. Yeah. Or a kid movie, and, and, you know? like, and we're experiencing that. And, and Amy Poehler, who I've always thought was funny and I've always enjoyed, is 
fantastic in this movie. I've, you know, Amy Poehler, funny, funny actress, mm-hmm. never made me cry. I, I teared up at least four times in this movie. It was just fabulous, fabulous movie. I, everyone says I need to go it's watch not, it, man, but I it it, just, not for lack of trying, but yeah. I just, I, I really need to, like, it, bunker down and, and go and rent that movie or it, something. It is my favorite Pixar movie now. It oh is, really? It is topped. It. Wow, it's topped Incredibles. It's that good. I would say Incredibles yeah. still holds the top for me, yeah. man. I, I absolutely yeah. love that show or movie. But then again, like I said, yeah. I haven't seen uh, uh, Inside Out yet, so maybe yeah. I'll go see that, and my yeah. my view may change. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's fantastic. I love it. It's the best. Um, and for the final award, before we get into our best top five best moments, mm-hmm. which we will both have, uh, the final award is best overall animated series. This can be oh. animated, this can be Western animation, this can be anything. Typically, it's probably going to be Western animation. Cause I, uh, but yeah, uh, best overall animated series goes to, I was going to say Steven Universe. I, I, was, I was almost kind of like, however, probably Steven Universe, but at the same time. However, I gave that best new season because I had mm-hmm. to give him something. I'm giving this one to Gravity Falls. Because ah, it's yes. ending. A full two seasons. Two seasons. Full two seasons of a complete story. Mm-hmm. A cap end of a of a thing, and just you know, it, it all takes place in during one summer. One summer. It's almost like you know, you you have those eighties card or not cartoon eighties movies yeah. like the best summer of my life, and that's yeah. kind of what this show is. Yeah, and they go off to go see their great uncle mm-hmm. in in this strange town, spend summer out there. Yep, and they don't really explain why. Like it, it's not a routine thing they do. It's it, like it, it's like a first year thing. They send yeah. them out there just to. Uh, it's, it's, it's not like it's a punishment. It's yeah, not like it's just, Summer just a, camp thing. Yeah, just, just to like, yeah, send yeah. them out there and let them ha- run around in this yeah. some pl- some you know <laughs> backwater town in yeah. Oregon or whatever exactly, it may be. You yeah. know, but so. um, but no, it, it it is. I mean, we talked a little bit about it. The animation mm-hmm. so beautiful, beautiful it's animation. so well done. Um, but I would argue it's so much more than just the oh, yeah. the visual effects on the show. The Absolutely. stories and everything. The, and the story is great. The voice acting is stellar. The characters are. Hilarious. Yes. Grunkle Stan is one of my favorite characters. Grunkle Stan ever is amazing. Invented. I love he, him. He has some of the best lines <laughs> of any human being I've ever heard in my life. It's just so good. I love his swearing, too. Oh, yeah. It's, it's just, his like, swearing is so like old man swearing, you know? Everything about him. Every time he's on screen, I laugh. Yeah. I just, I crack up at what he says. <laughs> he's so good. I just, I don't know. I love it. Well, and to me, like for this show, because I have a twin twin sister, and so oh no, she was your twin. I yeah, yeah, that. no, okay, she yeah. she's twin. Yeah. So like, that? I look at that, I'm like, I that's me and my sister, Mabel and Dipper, <laughs> except. I'm probably Mabel, and my sister's probably <laughs> Dipper, and that's no joke, man. Because my funny. sister, she's very like analytical, and she's that's very funny. yeah. And I'm just this like blah blah blah, I'm you know, a wacky hippie moron, whatever. <laughs> I don't wear sweaters with uh, unicorns on it, yeah. or anything. But I, I definitely yeah. uh, like I definitely take after Mabel more so than I do Dipper, and my sister is definitely a Dipper. She don't have the the constellation on her forehead either, that's but funny. but still, but um, you know, and even then, like I can't say I always had one, but I had a a, a win. In my life, at one point in time, really, a, a yeah. girl who was a little bit older than me, mm-hmm. she always hung out Just, with me. And I was, yeah, and I was like, oh my gosh, we're gonna get married one day. We're gonna have kids. It's gonna be great. And then, Dude, this no, is your, no, 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 no. This is your life. I know. I don't have life. a grunkle stand though. I don't. Oh, I don't have man. any of that. So I do. I did have a who, gr- You know, I had if, a grunkle 
Kim, uh, Kimmy. If you had a Grunkle stand, he'd probably be in jail. It probably would be, to be honest, yeah, because because he probably should be in jail. Yeah, <laughs> I just the lines that he that he delivers, just like like stuff like, "What did I do to warrant this much arresting?" <laughs> like, what? It's brilliant. This much arrest and then almost any time oh. him and Gideon get together. Oh yeah, yeah. It just, oh god, Gideon yeah. like this, and it's so funny because you have this eighty-year-old man like yeah. berating this like ten-year-old <laughs> child or whatever. Yeah. But yeah. The, but Gideon just comes back at him just that much more oh. fierce and whatever. And it's just oh my gosh, so good. It is an amazing like for anybody out there who's listening to this and you've not seen anything of Gravity Falls, yeah. you are doing yourselves a disservice not yes. watching this. It is Agreed. a Amazing show for and for them to do it in two seasons. This this was oh. this was up until this year. Steven Universe topped it, and I will get to that. Yeah, uh, this was my favorite show like on television. Period. Yeah, uh, you know, nothing. I don't think anything's topped Avatar yet for favorite of all time. Sure, uh, Steven Universe might be on track to do that if it keeps if escalating. They, if, they, if it keeps improving, uh, yeah, but, I can see it. Uh, Avatar is just so good. The yeah. Avatar is so good. I know. I, um, I was talking to you before, but I just watched season yeah. three. I'm working my way into yeah. season four. It is great. And I will say it's better than Steven Universe, but Steven Universe is great. But Gravity Falls, like for what it is, the fact that he had a story and he's wrapped Mm -hmm. it all up into two seasons. Yep, it's I want more, but at the same time, I'm glad he saw mm -hmm. the end and he doesn't want to. Yeah, I feel like he wanted three, but just settled for two because that was what they were going to give him, I guess. But but he wrapped it up well. Or he he hasn't wrapped it up yet. Yeah, but as as of now, there's one episode to go, but. Mm Where, where, where we're at is a good end point. Like, we've seen the whole thing. Yeah. and is, yeah. I mean, obviously, I, you can kind of piece together from what the 19 episodes that are out so far for season two. Exactly. You kind of understand what's going to happen as yeah. far as the, the climactic moment and whatnot. But exactly. It was, uh, it, oh, man. It's so, and, you know, it, it's it's so cool to see all the different, like, types of, because, you know, when you're a kid, you fantasize about all these monsters and crazy things and whatnot. Yeah. And there's all these, uh, I don't know if you've seen the, the, uh, the, Shorts, yes. they have out there oh, yeah. for it. Shorts, yeah. yeah. The, the, the Dipper is like mystery thing. Yeah, he's, he's looking Ma- for the Mabel has the how to yes, videos. Yes, oh man, yeah. does it, it improves so people's good. makeups and whatnot. And, so good. So and then, good. oh man, like all the characters are just so great because I think now I'm thinking about Mabel's, uh, uh, her best friends, Candy and uh, uh Candy and uh, Gr- 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 Grindel, Grindel, yeah, whatever, Grindle, 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 but I just Grindle. love. Grinda, uh, it's Grinda. Grinda, Grinda, that's what it is. Grinda, Grinda. I love Grinda because yeah. like, all right, we gotta be quiet, guys. Hi, guys. Yeah. <laughs> it's so great. Oh, love it. Good stuff. Good and stuff. Seuss is awesome as well. And Seuss is great as well. Yes. Yeah. And yeah, that, it's great. <laughs> I I, I, uh, I got nothing else to say about it. It's it's just too good. But we will have a lot to say about it because when it finally finishes. We will do an episode. Oh, man. We'll talk about our favorite character. We'll talk about our favorite episode. We'll talk about our favorite moments. All that jazz. It'll Mm. it'll happen. So, yeah. So good. Can't wait for that. So nice. But moving on to the next segment, Mitch, to our topic. uh, No. uh, (laughs) To our next next, ah, segment of the day is our top five best moments in animation. Uh, which gives you something to talk about finally. Sorry for yeah. hogging majority of this oh, one. Oh, trust me, uh, I, I think I went on a little bit of a tirade talking about Gravity <laughs> Falls for a minute there. That, was, that, that does happen. Oh, so, man, I love yeah. it. That, that, that is bound to happen. But yes, uh, top five best moments, starting with your number five, Mitch. My number five. What's your number five? And this is difficult, because all five of these shows... I was telling you before the podcast, I had Steven Universe twice, but mm-hmm. then I was like, no, 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 let's, let's one, you know, one per each. So sure. 
My fifth greatest uh, one is the Rick and Morty. Oh, yeah. uh, and, and, and we talked about it actually a couple times. Total Rick Hall. Oh, yeah. And that's the one yes. where the opening uh, e- episode... That's not on my list. I'm glad you mentioned that. Oh, okay. So, cool, yeah. cool, cool, cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the opening episode... Rick walks in, and Uncle Steve is here to Uncle visit. Uncle Steve's the, there. Yeah, everyone's favorite <laughs> Uncle Steve is there to, to visit the family. And, hey, let's go to Disneyland after this, guys. And then Rick's like, mm, no, and he shoots the guy right shoots in the head. And then all of a sudden it turns into this, like, worm type of thing. Parasite. And the entire family's, like, freaking out. And they're, and, and, like, apparently when they, uh, where, where did they come from? They, they just, they, they came from some dimension just, and, like, didn't wash their hands. Yeah, it so was, somebody brought a, said that's somebody right. brought a parasite over, and they, yeah. someone didn't wash their hands. Summer, you know? <laughs> <laughs> it's always summer's and, fault. And so these parasites will hook into your memory and create uh, memories of people who don't exist, and then become them. Become you know, like manifestations yeah. of those of, of those, those creatures. Things. Yeah, and it's a brilliant episode. Yes, uh, with with a. I won't spoil anything, but like it, it actually kind of has like a deep meaning at the end of it. Yes. I don't know if they meant to do that, I, I, uh, but or whether they're just being like really awful and like like mean about <laughs> it. But like the, the the deepness at the end of it is like, yeah, you don't have happy memories with everything. <laughs> yeah, not, not everybody's going to have a yeah. wonderful memories. You're going to have some bad memories with people, yeah, but so. yeah, it was just it was really cool how they like seeing all the different characters and whatnot. You oh, know, yeah. uh, Summer she's got some like. Some like mystical like uh, uh, tinkle, tinkle. T- t- that's tinkle. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. imaginary friend tinkle. Uh, Mrs. Fridge. Yeah. Reverse giraffe. <laughs> Pencilvester. Like just all these Pencilvester. All these crazy oh, wacky characters. Frankenstein. Yeah, yeah. Just Frankenstein. Frankenstein. Anything crazy. Just yeah. Frankenstein. Frankenstein's there. there. Uh, photo Raptor or something, yeah, you know, something like that. Photo Raptor and then Hammerai. Uh, that was one of my favorites. <laughs> He's like, got like a meat suit of, ha- of armor. Hammerai. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> like bacon going down the side yeah. or whatever. Yeah, it's great. Uh, and then the, uh, the shut uh, up, Hammerai. <laughs> <laughs> and then the uh, uh, what was that uh, one character, uh, Mister Poopy Poopy Mr. Butthole, Mister Poopy Mister Poopy Butthole, Mister Poopy Butthole. Yeah, yeah, which we won't spoil. No, I don't say. I'm just gonna say there's yeah. there's a character in there. It's called Mister Poopy Butthole. Mister Poopy so. Butthole. Hey, yeah. Rick, I'm It's <laughs> good. It's awesome. Uh, yeah, that's number five. That's, my, five, that's that. my number five. I'm yeah. very glad you mentioned that one because I, I didn't have it on there and I forgot about it. So, yeah, it, it, it's, it's one of my favorite episodes of any show. Yeah, especially so. especially uh, season two, you know. There's Absolutely. A, and, you know, I, I, between that yeah. and the Microverse one. Yeah. But the Microverse, I felt like it, it lacked some stuff. Yeah. The, 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 the Microverse was actually, like, the story outside the Microverse was better with the I know. With the summer in the car. Hilarious. I know. So, that's the funniest thing so ever. Great. Keep summer safe, <laughs> Daddy. Why won't you leave the car alone? <laughs> <I can't remember. laughs> all right, all right. My number five. My number five. We're gonna switch off here. Uh, my number five best moment is not hating. Be cool, Scooby Doo. Oh, I was okay. ready to hate that show. All right. Uh, I saw like the premiere, like the the preliminary arts and everything, and I'm just like, I love Scooby Doo. Okay. I love whenever there's a new Scooby Doo. I always check it out. Whether it be a movie or whatever, Scooby Doo is just like that formula of like, oh, I'm going to enjoy this because it's mm-hmm. just it's going to be exactly what I want it to be. It's fun. It's um, co- uh, you know comedic. Exactly. Um, and then I see this like kind of Family Guyish looking animation, and I'm kind of like, <laughs> what's going on I'm here? Not, this looks like a parody of Scooby Doo, <laughs> not Scooby Doo. <laughs> yeah. And then I watch the first episode, and I'm pleasantly surprised that it actually has you know. Great voice acting, as it always typically does. Uh, 
good animation, like mm-hmm. frame by frame. It's it's done. Uh, it's done like in you know uh, a Flash program or Toon Boom or something like that. Uh, so it's all digital, but it's frame by frame animation. It's not canned. It's not canned animation, and uh, it, it's it feels like an old school episode. They even have a music break halfway through where they'll like you know they're running from the thing. Yeah. And, like, and like there's a new band like, doing, music, and doing music, and I'm like that's awesome. Like yeah. that's like the old school. They have, throw, like, yeah, throw back have the, the old the, school the old stuff. Stupid flower hippie, you know, like, like, like the monkeys like, or whatever, yeah, or yeah, something yeah. like in the back. Like, hey, man, they all sound that the same way yeah, 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 uh, yeah. as they're running from the ghost and like it's like <laughs> hey it's like a new age groups like doing things while they're running from the ghost and that's <laughs> awesome it, it feels like old scooby-doo and i i enjoy that show and i'm super happy that i don't hate it because yeah. <laughs> scooby-doo's like i like like i like liking scooby-doo it's, i mean like i feel like scooby-doo now is kind of being phased out because I, I feel like our generation mm-hmm. was the last ones to really oh, yeah. get those old school well, Scooby Doo. Uh, I mean, you say that, but like it's always been in reruns. It has, but I'm, t- I'm talking about the old school, like the. Yeah. But I, I don't. Do they still do that? I they mean, still I'm show a, the old. I'm not a huge stuff. TV guy. Yeah, a lot of like, stuff on I mean, I'm Boomerang. They still have where are really Scooby Doo? Where are you? The, like the and, old like, 1960s. Like, yeah. Wow, Scooby Doo. Where are you? And then like there was a generation who grew up with what's new Scooby Doo, which yeah. was in the 2000s. So I don't know. I've and then. The movies have come out systematically yeah, yeah, yeah. throughout but, the years. So you know, there, I don't know. To me, the old school Scooby Doo ones were right. just something about it that oh. that old kind oh. of uh, yeah. I don't know. There's something about them that was just no. so much better than the new new age stuff that's out there. Sure. But it's nice to see that there's a new one out there. Yeah. It's kind of homaging the old school exactly. stuff and doing it justice. Exactly. Say, yeah, so. yeah. And they gave Daphne a character, which is nice. Yeah. So, so just being like, Daphne hey guys, I'm, I'm, Fred, let's go. With I really don't have anything going on. I'm just the girl. <laughs> I'm just the hot know. redhead here. Yeah. Uh, they actually gave her character. And they kind of expanded on it for Mystery Inc. Because she was kind of a ditz in Mystery Inc., which yeah. is nice. Because, hey, ditz is a character. I don't, mm-hmm. you know, like, you know, it doesn't have to be 100% See, positive. Yeah, I was say, it's know. not a positive character, but yeah. it is but a character. At least it is some sort of semblance of character. And they've just kind of, they've turned her into literally the comedic relief. Of the show because she's just like that wacky. Yeah, she's just like the goofball. Like, what are you doing this week? Okay, <laughs> that's weird. And then it all comes back around at the end to be like, oh, that helped us out. Yeah, like, it's funny. Somehow it's just, her wacky yeah. things yeah. help us out one way or another. And it's 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 a fun show. I, I recommend that show. Right. What's your number four, man? My number four, uh, and I think I think anybody that really knows me is going to be shocked that this is not my number one oh. because I absolutely love this franchise. Oh. It's the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles uh, oh. show. Yeah, there you go. And and. And this one particularly was the episode uh, is called Tale of the Yokai. Ah, yes, and in, the Yokai. in this episode, uh, they get thrown back in time uh, <laughs> because of the uh, oh, I can't remember her name, but she's a time the, time, the time the, the apprentice, yeah, yeah the she, time apprentice. Yeah, she's been kind of traveling the turtles through all this time, and then she puts them into Tokyo sixteen years prior to where they where they left off at. Mm-hmm. And what it is is this is one year before uh, Splinter. Or before Hamato Yoshi, I should say, becomes Splinter before he gets exposed to mutagen, yeah. travels to New York City, I should say, and then he gets exposed to mutagen. Yeah. But you see the the, the throwdown between Hamato Yoshi and Orokusaki, the Shredder, mm-hmm. and like 
throughout the series, you you see Splinter talk about it, hint towards it. He'll you'll see little things here and there, but to actually see Hamato Yoshi like have that moment where he just loses it mm-hmm. because it is in protection of his wife and, and his daughter, mm-hmm. but ultimately it's a, he and Splinter even says it at one point in time he would lose his temper very quickly, mm-hmm. and you see it in that episode where yep. he's just like Orokusaki just says something about how he's not going to be able to protect his family, mm-hmm. and Hamato Yoshi does not like that, mm-hmm. and then they start to battle, then the place burns down. Down, and it's and you see like and then all of a sudden Hamato Yoshi and uh, um, oh man what is her the his wife they they get trapped inside the the burning place or whatever but eventually the turtles come by and save uh, save Splinter but you see Shredder pick up the baby mm-hmm. Karai yeah. and take her Mi- in the, Miwa Miwa but but, time, but yeah, yeah he's like I will call you Karai, Karai. and then he yeah. that's that's the beginning of all that but mm-hmm. it's not just that as well. The, the the turtles how they're s- trying so hard to like not interfere with the time stream but it's like that's our father yeah I, we have I need to, yeah. to go and help my father exactly and one of my favorite sequences in, in the entire episode is one thing to say about the turtles show the fight scenes are great there's just so much action in it and it's really well done with all the CG and what they have on it mm-hmm. but the one part where the it's the place is burning. And uh, all the Foot Clan show up, and they're getting ready to take down Hamato Yoshi. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, the there's like these four or five posts or whatever, and each turtle stands on one of these posts. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. they're all like pretending to be demons or demons, whatever. Yeah, I mean, and, like, demons, even yeah. even Michelangelo heals up his uh his uh, ex- uh extended uh, uh I forget what it's called, but it's like yeah. it's like a little uh, stick it's with chain a chain and sickle. Yeah. Chain, yeah, pretty much chain like and that. Sickle, yeah. And he just holds it up. And he's whoa, bro. Like <laughs> I don't know. This is a really fun thing. And then Leonardo gets a little geeky and he's like, If you don't stop running, we're going to eat your soul through your butt. And then (laughs) Wrath turns like, through your butt. He's like, well, what? It's, it's actually in the legend. That's how legend. they. That's, that's how it. they ate the souls through people's butts. I'm sorry if I'm, I'm being correct here. So weird, weird legends. Yeah, I know, right? The Japanese, well, but it, it was uh, like I said. Overall, you got a nice little history mm-hmm. lesson. Plus, you got a really great fight sequence between the turtles and the foot. Mm-hmm. And just overall, I really, really enjoyed the episode. Yep. The series in general. I mean, anybody. Agreed. I know. I was kind of, you know. Knock it on earlier, saying that like the background sequences, not enough people walking well, around yeah, or whatever. That, but, that's nitpicky. But the stuff, story yeah. is great. Like yeah. it, it definitely plays true to the to the old school Ninja Turtles uh, comic books and whatnot. Absolutely love it. It was great. Agreed. Agreed. I agree. It's a good episode too. Really it was. Good. Yeah. I really enjoy it. My number four goes to the Kill a Kill English dub. Oh, okay. Because it's an excuse for me to go back and watch Kill a Kill again. <laughs> uh, Fair enough. I love Kill a Kill. It's one of my favorite of all time, favorite shows of all time. The English dub is very well done. If anybody wants to go view that, uh, feel free, because it's actually really awesome. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. I love the I love the girl who plays Satsuki. She's absolutely fantastic. Um, I want to hear more of her. Yeah. It's like she's fabulous at it. Like she's so good at just being this stuck up righteous, you know, ah, it's so good. I love well, it. you, you actually got, uh, I, I, I can't say you got me turned on to it cause I haven't actually started the series, oh, but you got Steven turned on to it, which mm-hmm. then is in turn gotten me more interested <laughs> into it because it's... I jumped in when he was, when she was fighting the band leader. Okay. Yeah. And, yeah. and Jim so that entire, yeah. Mm-hmm. And that entire fight sequence yeah. was just so oh. beautiful and well done. Speaking of Jacuzzi Ray, uh, the, the 
It's so bizarre that they got an English voice actor to mimic her voice precisely really? as it is in Japan. It's like it's like she's just talking in Japanese or English. Huh. She sounds exactly like like tone <laughs> and inflection. It just sounds exactly like the same person. So she just stopped talking Japanese and started talking. And started English. talking English. It was so perfectly done. I absolutely love the the way that the, her the person that got to do her voice because it's like dead match. It's like holy crap, that's her. <laughs> yeah, that's her. Like it's like it sounds exactly like her. Yeah, it's always nice oh, to have so the voice actors yeah. be as close as they She's possibly like really can. Nas- She's like really nasally yeah. and like like annoying. And yeah. it's just like oh, that's Jacuzzi. Yeah, like the preppy yeah. the preppy girl. I guess oh, you could say, but yeah, oh, it's so good. Yeah, yeah. the the show is, and I it's I say ba- this. It's bat crap insane. I will say that <laughs> it is absolutely it out is, the wall. And, and one of the one what? of the most bat crappiest insane parts is, and I say this every time I talk about Kill a Kill, is the detective and how he'd be sitting there talking to somebody. Oh yeah, yeah. And his yeah, shirt sure, starts just falling off. falls off his shoulders. Just falling off. And just like slowly, he just I, becomes undressed or somehow. So good. So good. <laughs> Mitch, what's your number three? Moment? My number three, and this one was a difficult one because I. I really, really love this this uh, cartoon. Um, I've been following it since it came out in 2010. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've seen the pilot for it, but uh, it was Adventure Time. Yeah. And particularly, we just did actually a podcast not too long it, ago, The Stakes. The Stakes. It was a really, I, like, I, we don't have to go too deep yeah. into this because there's a, literally an entire podcast. Go listen to that one. To it. Yes. It's the second most downloaded episode. <laughs> <laughs> go check that one out. Plugging yourself on your own podcast. I know, right? like it. It's... it's but no, it's just so great. You get a lot of Marceline history. You just mm-hmm. get this, and the the, the, the vampire is so great. To, right. The, just the differences between them all and whatnot. Right. And once again, Jake's irrational fear of vampires just <laughs> makes it so much better. I just oh man, it's just so much. It's one of the best lines of the year. I will give it that. <laughs> it, it's. It's way up there. My favorite line of the year is coming up in my number three, but it's one of the best lines of the year is when he says, Finn, remember when I said my <laughs> fear of vampires was based on ignorance? Yeah. I'm starting to think that revelation was based on true ignorance. <laughs> That's brilliant. Yeah, I love I it. Oh, it's so good. Oh, uh, dude. And that, like I said, I was, I was uh, watching a lot of Adventure Time, actually mostly season six in the, in the shop today when I was working. And, uh, man, I just... Every... Jake is just the greatest. I love that I love character. He's, Jake is awesome. he's amazing. Jake is awesome. If I ever if I ever had the chance to sit down with John DiMaggio, my head would explode. Oh, I know, right? I just like I, well, it's, you can geek out so much over Jake, but then you can yeah. just roll yeah. right into Bender, roll into Bender, or any of the people. That yeah, or the t- yeah, the Scotsman, like gosh. whoever. But like just like, but Jake is probably one of my favorite characters. Oh yeah, of all time. Easily, I love Jake. He's so good. Uh, yeah, my number three goes to my favorite line uh, of the year, okay? Picture this. I don't think you've seen this episode yet, so, but I won't... This isn't a big spoiler, but it's okay. fabulous. Saitama, from One Punch Man, All right. is fighting this giant... Well, he's about to fight, because obviously you can't... Yeah, there's not, there's <laughs> like, not, there's he's, not much of a fight, fight going on. So yeah. he's about to fight this, like, alien emperor who's come down, like, right? It's like... There's this alien ship that comes down, and, okay. and he's about to fight the Emperor, right? So he's face-to-face with this one-eyed, shoujo-looking, like, armored emperor of this, like, evil, you know, thing. Alien and Empire. And he, he literally, like, goes from planet to planet, like, challenging and defeating, you know, like that old trope. Yeah. Right? Building his power. And he's facing down with with Saitama in his... So- 
in his bored face. You know, it's like, <laughs> and he's literally like just powering up, and Saitama, you know, just does his whole like, boom, one punch, and just boom, he smacks into a wall, and his armor crumbles and crumbles off, and he and he starts like giving this whole speech of like, the armor that contained my true power has crumbled and fallen off. Now you, and like just goes in this whole big spiel about now you will see my true power and like powers up and it just, brilliant. (laughs) It cuts back to Saitama and it's literally just like him, just his face in a corner, like as round as a head it could possibly (laughs) be with a deadpan face and he just goes, okay. (laughs) And that's it. (laughs) All right. And that's it. Then it's to be continued. It's so brilliant. I lost my mind. It just like this big long speech cuts by the Zolka. That's it. It's so good. It's so good. It is, man. I just it personifies the whole series. Yeah. Everybody's got this overblown origin and overblown speech, and he's just like and yeah. punches him and that's it and it's just it's so good <laughs> but it's just oh man but two, two punches for this guy no <laughs> yeah like, one for his armor then one for him and so, yeah, but yeah no, it's, <laughs> that's it's, great yeah I won't spoil a whole bunch of it but it's it's a fantastic movie. yeah I just got yeah. done reading so uh, Berserk volume 37 that's all that's out right now in oh, print wow, yeah. so I now have all four volumes of nice. uh, One Punch nice. that I'm going to start picking up I mean I kind of want to watch all the anime and then get into the ma- manga but at right. the same time I might just go ahead and pick it up and start reading through yeah. that too so there you go it's good stuff boom number two Mitch number two uh, my number two pick is uh, we already talked about this series just a little while ago and I you know like I said like this is pretty much my story sans I having a grunkle stand <laughs> gravity falls particularly and this is going to be a slight spoiler for some people mm. the tale of two stands oh yeah that's the one where you finally mm-hmm. get to meet the writer of the journals mm-hmm. and i i mean i don't know should we say who it let's is not, let's not okay yeah, one, yeah 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 we you just see who the writer of the, writer journal of the journals is, is and there's a very deep like there's so much that is revealed in that yeah, that episode and, and what's interesting and i wonder if you and i, I don't think you did because a lot of people didn't I get into shows, okay? Mm-hmm. Like when I'm there. this was a theory for a long time as to what as to who wrote the journals, mm-hmm. and it turned out to be right. Oh Pe- yeah, people saw the clues for this. Really amazing. Okay, and I, I'll talk about them after this podcast is over. But the clues are all there for you to pick out. Like, huh? is that like? Uh, I wonder. Well, okay, it's pretty I brilliant. I don't want to get too brilliant. deep because, like yeah, said, no, it's, you guys uh, haven't seen it. Yeah. Definitely go check out Gravity Falls. It's mm-hmm. the first. It, it, it's like the first season's just all having fun. You, you <laughs> see all these crazy things. Season two, it gets heavy. Like yeah. they start getting yeah. into some of this stuff. It gets and deep. That whole episode is really good too. The whole like the tale of two stands. The, yeah, the whole thing where like, oh, is that? Yeah, that's after. That's the episode after, isn't it? Yeah, that's the episode afterwards. The the one that I was talking about is the one prior. When everything's kind of going haywire. Oh, and like, when and he's like, "Trust like, me, Mabel." Oh, it's so good. Yeah, just, yeah. yeah. Because it's the first time you ever see Mabel cry. That's true. Yeah, only time that you see is Mabel. true. And anything other than blissfully elated <laughs> at any time. I know? know. That's why and, I love Mabel. She's always got a smile. Really, and it's really subtle, like the scene, because like the gravity's off and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, gravity falls, gonna. <laughs> uh, but uh, you know, but uh, it's like the gravity's off, and like you just see like like her tears go up. Yeah, and like everybody stops talking because it, 
It's, she never it's cried. shocking. It's, it's yeah. just like, oh God, you know, like, oh, it's like so I'm sure good. Dipper has seen her cry before, but like, yeah, you know, in this like, particular moment, yeah, it was just it was a powerful scene, and, yeah, and then really yeah, it was, it was. But you're right, yeah. the tale of two stands after, after that episode when, they, when I, the character shows up. Yeah, the the the, like, the, oh. the writer of the journals, I yeah. guess you could say. But no, it, like I said, for me particularly, that episode, I I I kind of got the idea because there mm-hmm. were like little hits there, but I never really were. had a a a solid idea of who it was. But right. It was a it was a great revelation, and then of course you get the it just added more layers to the whole. Gravity Falls weirdness and whatnot, mm-hmm. and yeah. kind of give you an idea of like, hey, where did this grim oblin come from? Well, now <laughs> we have an idea of where it came from. Yes, so. exactly. Yeah, and and you know the fact that, well, we'll get into that when we actually do the talk Gravity about Falls. It. Yeah, Gravity Falls episode. We're definitely going to get into that, but uh, yeah, that's a great episode. Good it stuff. is good stuff. Uh, my uh, number two is uh, the Astro Boy reboot teaser trailer from. Uh, Karibara Productions. I saw that. You did. Yeah. It was, it, was, uh, it was my recommendation, I think, way back in early. It was, yeah. early. It was like in March of this yeah, year. Yeah, it was, it was so a while it was, back. So it was like episode five of this series, maybe? No, it was a little bit further than that. But Yeah, but, but still. It was, like, it was like episode 14 or something. It was way back uh, in the It was early, yeah. Uh, it was like in March. Um, but yeah, it... I, I even had to look it up to see if it was still going, like still in production, and it is. <coughs> oh, really? Uh, Carbar is still made. It's it's still on their website. It's still saying in production, so it is getting made. Tezuka is behind it. The Tuku, the Tezuka family and the productions. It's happening, but literally the only thing we have is that trailer. It's beautiful. Nice. And I love that trailer. Just yeah. the way it looks. Like I've never seen anything look that cool. I know, and I'm, I'm glad to see that it's still being yeah. worked on too. Mm-hmm. It's like because I haven't heard anything for yeah. a while, and I'll be honest with you, I kind of forgot about it to be uh, honest. Yeah, so. like I, I, I've, I haven't forgot about it yet because like every now and then I'll just fire <laughs> up that trailer just to look at it. Just want to watch it one more time. So good, and I, I can't wait for it because I'm, I've fallen in love with a lot of French animation studios uh, recently. Yeah, Wakfu is amazing. Mm-hmm. I love Ankama. I love that studio. Uh, they this studio Karibara does other stuff. They do this cool like, like they do this one series uh, called Lou, which is about this little girl uh, who's basically living in France with her single mom, mm-hmm. and uh, like it, it's basically like a slice of life comic yeah. book. It's like a comic book, but like they they made it into a cartoon, and I absolutely adore the way the comic the, the show looks. Yeah, like it looks like the cartoon like the comic, but it's just like it has this really simplistic style. The characters look interesting, and it, it it's really cool. Like I actually watched it subtitled, and it's like a good show. It's like a it's like a Doug. It's like a, just a slice of yeah, life just a regular yeah. day in the life of so of this of this girl. Yeah, it's like and you know, and there's this one episode where a cat comes in, and like he becomes their cat, and they never name him. It's hilarious. <laughs> he's, he's got a different name like every episode. It's pretty That's great. Great, I love that. Yeah, it's pretty great, and uh, <laughs> and he's adorable. And just like the, the but. Karibara just they do such good work and I cannot wait for them to show off this Astro Boy show cuz I'm stoked. I can't yeah. I can't wait. It looks fabulous. Go check out that trailer. It's called Astro Boy Reboot Teaser. Uh Car- uh Karibara Productions. Go check it out. It's on YouTube. It's the only thing on their YouTube page. Oh really? The the, the Karibara Productions, the only thing on there is that. Hmm. Which is weird because they've worked on this all this other stuff, but this is their first executively produced 100% we produced this, so I can't wait for it. 
So, yeah. Sounds interesting. Indeed. And I always loved Astro Boy. Yeah, I must say, it's just so nice to have yeah. some old stuff kind of come come back. And this is just a, you know, this is just a kind of a day. I, I know there's nothing, like, you know, there's there's nothing in the past about this or anything, but, like, thankfully they put a shirt on him finally. Yeah, so, I know, right? Yeah, like, we get, we get, it was a little weird for the doctor put, to build a boy robot who only wears underwear and boots. Which, you know, it's like, it's whatever. It's it's Japanese. It's, you know, they, 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 they're not prudes about, you know. No, that's true. That's, that I guess that's very true. It, it, they're just not. They didn't see it as, repul- they didn't see it as, like, lewd. Yeah. They saw it as more of just, like, uh, he's just a little kid, you know. Yeah. They, we got a bunch of kids running around. He's, without he's got the superhero trunks on and boots, whatever. It's yeah, like, exactly. You know, we don't. They don't really think about it. He's a robot. Who cares? Like, <laughs> yeah. You know? But you know, it's like so nowadays. Like, yeah, just put a shirt on. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's fine. Yeah, uh, it'll be fine. You, know. you keep the boots. Yeah, you're good. Yeah, you got the yeah. red boot. You got the red rocket boots and the hair. It's yeah, the know. hair is you, definitely you, gotta stay. Yeah, you, you know who it don't is. Don't put a baseball cap on them. No, no, no that would be that would be that would be horrible. Don't do that. It'd be bad. Uh, Steven, what is your number one? Well, moment? my my, I think it, I think it actually is going to be a, a no duh uh, because it is a Steven Universe episode. As is mine. Oh, is it? Okay, <laughs> let's see if it's the same one. Then. Okay, you go right. Uh, mine is a powerful episode mm-hmm. of uh, Peridot. Is it? Is it maybe yours as well? Is it too far? Is is it what? Is it too far? Is it is the episode? Oh, the too episode far? too far. No, no, no. Is okay, it too so, far. Okay, okay. All right. No, yeah. mine's called when it when it rains. When it rains. Ah, uh, okay. Okay. Yeah, I gotcha. it's so before. to me, mm-hmm. that was such a great episode because Peridot has been captured by the gems and she's been locked away, sort of captured. Well, she was. Then but, Stephen released her, and she's living in the bathroom. And then now. she just. <laughs> Which was great. I know, right? She just lit. She's just hanging out in the bathroom, is and that that's the the only ones allowed in there is Steven. He'll go in, use the bathroom while she's locked the door, right. and he come back out or whatever. But the gyms trying to get the idea, trying to get a, what's the cluster? We need to know more about this stuff, mm-hmm. and you're not giving us any information. You're our prisoner right now, so mm-hmm. you're gonna you're you're locked down here pretty much. Right. And the gyms they have to in this episode they have to go off on a on a mission. And it's let Steven and Peridot are left alone. Mm-hmm. And then Steven starts cooking just to, you know, just I'm sure he's hungry or whatever. And then it starts to rain. Mm-hmm. And thunder happens. And then and Peridot no loses on. her mind. She's like, it's happening! The cluster oh, is no! happening, yeah. What else would be making that horrible noise? <laughs> and Steven, because he's cooking noodles or something, shows yeah. how... Well, when water gets hot, it raises in steam, and then once once you actually have enough in, in the area, it will rain, and it also thunder will happen as well. Yeah. And she's not exactly grasping it, so Steven's like, here, let me show you. And right. he takes her to the door, because she won't go outside, yeah. and he just goes out there and starts playing in the rain and yeah. mud, and just showing her, look, it's fine, it doesn't hurt you whatsoever, it's okay. And Peridot slowly but surely comes outside and realizes that the rain is not harmful whatsoever. It's not the cluster. It's just her over-imagination, I guess you'd say, or her irrational fears, I guess you'd say, more than her imagination. Mm-hmm. And um, just, you know... Probably rational fears, given the Well, fact. I guess that's true. Given yeah, the fact she does know a giant monster is in she... the core of the earth. <laughs> That it's going true. to explode at some point. All right, okay. Rational, <laughs> rational fears, but she's definitely, she's definitely, uh, I guess, uh, uh, an anxious individual. Yes, you know, she's very, very nervous all the time. But, yes. um, but no, to me in this episode, the the what was so powerful about it for me was one, and we see it all the time in the series throughout the series. But you see Stevens' patience. Yeah, like, he is like. 
Look, mm-hmm. this is rain. You don't get this? Let's go outside. Let me show you how much fun it can actually be. Mm-hmm. And you see the lightheartedness. And then also at the same time, Peridot, this is the point where she opens up. Mm-hmm. And she's like, because at the end of the episode, when the gyms come back, she's like, okay, I have uh, I have decided to let you guys know about what's going on or whatever yeah. it is that she says. Exactly. Yeah. And to me, like I said, to me, that was like, no matter how much berating or how much threatening that the gyms could do, mm-hmm. it's that's not how you get through people. You yeah. get through people by being understanding, mm-hmm. patient with them. You be a caring individual with you, them. You earn trust. Exactly. And that's, and that's what Stephen did. Even in, even in the in the kind of sort of not logically twisted mind of Peridot, mm-hmm. it was just like I thought this guy was an idiot. Yeah. Clearly he is not. He has many. <laughs> he has much knowledge of this planet. Yeah. And I can now exploit that to my own. And, yeah. It's always like, like she's always yeah. like I'm going to have the upper hand in this situation. But then she like realizes like oh that's that's trust. Like yeah. I, I I trust this person now. And now I have to trust them because mm-hmm. he trusts them. Because he trusts them. So it's very well done. Yeah, I, it's great episode, especially considering where she came from, which was pretty much all she knew was like, I guess you almost say fear with being under Jasper's uh, rule and all that stuff. Exactly, so. yeah. And we um, haven't seen Yellow Diamond yet, but we, she mentions that as well. Yes, she too, does. So. We could not have planned this better, Mitch. <laughs> we did not plan this at all. No, this is I didn't even tell him my top 5. My number 1 is Steven Universe Too Far, which is also a Paradox centric episode. It was the last episode before the current Steven Bob. Oh, yes. Uh, this is the episode that catapulted Steven Universe past <sighs> Gravity Falls for me. Okay, yeah. Uh yeah. in this episode, uh Paradox is helping them build a drill. This is after they've Discovered they need to build a drill to be. It's two episodes after yours. That's yeah, literally, it, it literally it. is. It's yeah. literally two episodes after yours. Um, and uh, basically, she starts uh, hanging out with Amethyst more mm-hmm. because, uh, like, Amethyst is kind of like you know being buddy buddy with her and everything. Well, and, like Paradox does something. Yeah, it's, like, she calls she, something something really strange. Exactly. And Amethyst she, is like, oh, you're yeah. hilarious. Yeah. So like, she starts hanging out with Amethyst more and realizes, oh, Amethyst is is. Uh, She's a quartz. Yeah, quartz. Which that's is, right. Which yeah. Is a, which is a. There, there's all these class. You know, there, there's all these classes in in gem. I want to say it was an episode or two before. Yeah. But Par- or maybe it was the same episode. But Paradox was talking about. Yeah. What's this pearl doing She's here? She's a pearl. What's yeah. the pearl doing? She's just a pretty thing. Yeah. You know? it's, like, it's like what's the pearl? Why is the pearl speaking out of turn? <laughs> yeah. It's literally the episode in between. Is yeah. So is it? Yeah, so yeah, it's yeah, literally the one before, after mine before yeah. years. Okay. Uh, yeah, but they, they've they've said that like oh that she's a defective pearl. Jasper said that. You know, it's like. Like what? What are they talking about? Yeah. Like, but there's there there are classes. Like there are classes in gym, you know, in in gym life basically. And um, uh, interestingly enough, uh, Peridot sort of glomps onto Amethyst because she's a quartz, which is a powerful warrior. Mm. And she even tells her, "You should be in charge of these guys. You're, you know, you're better than them. You know, yeah. and you know, and like." What's really brilliant is just like they they get into the whole thought process of Amethyst, how she's very self conscious about, so. about herself, and mm-hmm. just any any time it's even when you're complimenting her, she kind of gets like thanks, yeah. Like, it's like when it gets into like what she is, she's not just, really sure. If she's not she... really sure if she wants to go into it because she doesn't like self reflection at all. Like, yeah, she just doesn't like it, and. um when she starts like saying like you should be in charge, you're better than all of them. She's like really like kind of like backing away. Like, hey, eh, come on now, it's whatever. It's not you know. Doesn't Paradise also talk about and, how like uh... and then she says, 
even though you're defective. Yes. And that sets her off. It's like, mm-hmm. what do you mean? Like, because <laughs> what they're doing is like, because like Amethyst is goading her on to like say funny stuff about Pearl and say funny stuff about Garnet. It's like, ah, oh, she's a fusion. She doesn't even know what she is. How am I supposed <laughs> to know what she is? And Garnet, you know, and Amethyst is laughing and, you know, it's like, well, do Steven next. And she does Steven and it's like, ah, whatever. It's like, at least they're gems. I don't know what it is. <laughs> All right, let's switch to something else. <laughs> But and then he switches to Amethyst, you know, just just out of like, oh, she thinks I'm funny, so I'm going to continue being funny. And then she says like, yeah, you should be in charge, even though you're defective. It's like, what? What do you mean by that? She's too small. She she baked too long, basically. Yeah, she, in she her, stewed too long. She in the stewed mountains, too long in the mountains, and she's supposed to be a large warrior like mm-hmm. Jasper. Yeah, Jasper and, or Rose Quartz or Rose her. Quartz. Yeah, like she's supposed to be like a, like, a big warrior. Yeah. And, uh, so yeah, and so, and, uh, but it's really, the reason this is so good, uh, is like after that, you know, Amethyst is like, you know, rejecting, uh, uh, Peridot a lot and Peridot doesn't understand what she did. She has no idea yeah. what's happened here. And Steven has to like explain to her, like, and, and she's like, the way she's ignoring me, I feel small yeah. and like, and, like you feel bad. Yeah. You like, feel so you guilty feel, for what you You feel did. guilty for what you said because you made her feel bad, you know? She's like that doesn't that doesn't make any sense. To <laughs> yeah, me. why would that? Is, I don't understand that. And I don't I don't want to just like say what happens to the whole thing, but like the way that they basically teach, they basically teach a child's lesson in the most meaningful, thoughtful way you could possibly ever do it. Mm. And the recording of her apologizing to Amethyst is just like, it's just, it's so good. And it's such a development of character. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I I loved it. I thought it was just, it was perfect to, to solidify. And then at the end of it, when she like apologized and then Amethyst is like, you know, she like kind of accepts the apology and they're, they're square again. And Steven asks her, how do you feel? Big. Yeah, it's just a very simple it's way, very appropriate to describe, yeah. and and with that character who used you know limb enhancements to be taller and to be bigger, you know, like now she feels you know like it's it, it's it's so within the realm of that character and so easy to explain to a child, and delivered in a way that adults can go oh like it's just <laughs> so brilliant like. I love it, and it, uh-huh. it literally evolved. That episode was the moment where I was like, "This is better than Gravity Falls." Yeah, like, I was like, as much as I love Gravity no, Falls. No, yeah, to like, this, like <laughs> I mean, there's a reason we both picked this as our number one best uh, of 2015. I guess you say, yeah, and it is literally because it spans across all generations, all demographics. I should say, mm-hmm. almost anybody I said you should go watch this that actually went out and watched it, <laughs> says it's a great show. Mm-hmm. may not be their yep. favorite show, yeah. but it is, they all come back saying it's a great show. Yeah. Whether it's kids, adults. Doesn't matter. Seniors. I haven't recommended any seniors yet, but yeah. I have a feeling even they, yeah. like the birthday episode, I have right. a feeling the seniors very well right. could relate to something along yeah. those lines. It's you just, know? It's so Trying good. to stay young. It's all about <sighs> mentality, less about what actually you are and whatnot. So. It's, so good. So many great show. lessons in the show. Yeah. I mean, I, you you said we are going to be doing an episode after the Absolutely. Steven Bomb. After, we'll be doing an episode of, uh, very soon uh, that's in about Steven Universe in general. Uh, probably do a season one, then a season two. And then we're just going to do episode, when, if they continue with these Steven Bombs, 
We'll do episodes after the Stephen Boss. Yeah, <laughs> like, after they all just, drop, psh, yeah. watch them all. And get, watch get them all, in just there. like we did Steaks, because mm-hmm. I I really like how Steaks worked out. Yeah, like, no, it, it was, just, it was it a great was, way. We all got to yeah. sit down, get refreshed on it, mm-hmm. and then boom, go into talking. Go into talking about it. That's how I want to do it. And uh, yeah, so it was a good time. It's a good time. Uh, but that's it for our topic, and that's all we have time for it. No, it's not. Ah, that's right. (laughs) We've got a rogues gallery today, because we haven't done one of those in a while. We haven't done one of those. In fact, we've only done two of them, so. uh, (laughs) Let's make it a third. And I wanted to make sure I did, I actually had to look them up, because I I, I thought I did this one, but I didn't. Okay. I want to know, in rogues gallery, what we do is we take the rogues of one hero and another hero, and we make them fight each other, uh, which, uh, you know, like, the hero takes on these rogues, that hero takes on these rogues, and then we decide, what's the best story to come out of that? What's the coolest fight to come from that one? Um, and I think it's the same answer for me for both of these. But, <laughs> uh, I want to know... Spider-Man's Rogues Gallery. Alright. Versus... Flash's Rogues Gallery. Oh, nice. Yeah. Bunch, okay. of, bunch of wacky, crazy rogues. Yeah, definitely. They all kind of rob banks. In a way, very street-level <laughs> uh, villains and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, but no. all kind of wacky, crazy, up oh, yeah. level. But they all just kind of do street-level stuff. Yeah, they, well, so. they have they all have like gimmicks, too. Like yeah, Like Captain exactly. Cold yeah. or The Shocker, yeah, you know, stuff exactly. like that. Uh, so... Huh, that's a good one, Brandon. Yeah, I have to give you that. That's I like a good this one. one a lot. I like this one a lot. So I think for Spider-Man, for me particularly, Spider-Man, mm-hmm. his greatest foe or the greatest story that you could pull out of, as far as the uh, the the Rogue Gallery for, for uh, Flash, Flash, would be Mirror Master, in my opinion. I agree. Because yeah. Mirror Master would definitely give Spider-Man the best run for his money, mm-hmm. but you would have somebody who almost would be like with Captain Cold. You could. He would be able to see the gun and him shooting it right. with. Uh, uh, oh man, what's his heat wave? No, it's not heat wave. Heat wave, yeah. Is it heat wave? Yeah, with the flame gun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Heat okay. Yep. So he, you know, same thing. Very, very similar. Mm-hmm. Even glider, or for that matter, the trickster. Right. All those guys are very, very straightforward. You see their attacks coming. Yeah. Mirror Master, especially if you get into. What about Captain Boomerang? You can't see his gun. <laughs> I come from behind. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, actually, it's funny because one of Spider-Man's D-list villains is called. Boomerang, so right, yeah. he's never been much of a threat. But, yes. um, but no, Mirror Master, I think, would be a, a, a great story to mm-hmm. tell. Uh, like I said, he would he would almost be able to spy on Peter Parker or right. Spider Man, mm-hmm. and therefore get the information of who MA is, who right. his love is, yeah. stuff like that. Much more so than like say Captain Cold or Glider or whoever exactly. that may be. It would be it'd be kind of cool to have him shoot the webs and like they go through a mirror and, and they out, just like yeah like, they, come out other mirrors like what the it was <laughs> like fighting the spot and that was, yeah. that was always a big challenge for Spider Man because he could never tell yeah. what dimensional hole was going to go where. Yeah. He'd go to punch the spot and he open up a hole and he'd be punching himself. Pretty yourself. much, yeah. Yeah, it'd be like that. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that would be great for Spider-Man folks. Agreed. For a Flash villain, for a Spider-Man. Hmm. Yeah. Good one. Right. I like it. Um, right? It's kind of tough. He's, he's a little more like he's got he's got some higher level power than Spider-Man. True. I'd say a little bit. Like, you know, he's he's actually got the super speed. Mm-hmm. He can, uh, you know. Somebody along the lines of, uh, I, I would say the Rhino probably wouldn't be too much of a challenge for the Flash because yeah. literally it's just 
a yeah. muscle bound dude. And yeah. How many times does a flash, you know, that would be a good down. fight to be honest, though. It would be it good, would but be, like, at the same time, I really do I mean, feel like, because I, I guess the flash would be running around just punching him, and the rhino would be like, oh, oh small man can't get punch <laughs> Alex, no. But, um. Is he Russian? He is, yeah. Alex, Alex Travisky I, or something like that. Yeah, okay. That's well, in the show, so in the cartoon, he did not have a Russian well, accent. Well, yeah, I know. But in the yeah. comic books, he was a Russian mobster okay. who got the suit and all that stuff. Well, there you go. But, um, Flash, 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 Sandman. Boom, that's exactly what I was going to say. Yeah, all yes. right, very nice. We're on the same wavelength. Yeah, yeah, I like yeah. this, I like this. Yeah, I, like I, I was also thinking yeah. possibly the spot, because the spot right. is very unpredictable. You know, he could yeah. flash run right in, open right. up a portal real quick, and he <laughs> now he's on the other side of the room. You know, he, yeah. he doesn't know where to go, but exactly. Sandman... Like, you ever tried running in sand? Mm-hmm. It is not easy. Exactly. And Sandman, I guess maybe Hydro Man at the same time. No, I still stick with Sandman. Sandman, I think. Sandman's yeah. the type of guy who can make constructs out of the sand. Mm-hmm. And yeah. like I said, just fill the entire room right. and the Flash is stuck there. You know, right. there's not much yeah. you can do in yeah. that situation. Except, I mean, like, obviously the, the, the weakness would be to go get some water and then throw it on him. And then because now he can't form his, or, his body or whatever. Or you could uh, you could have him, you know, create lightning and just make him glass. That's true. I mean, yes. Yeah, yeah very much so. Or, you know, like, I guess we even need to have glass. Get enough friction going and yep. that heat and then just mm-hmm. his footsteps would just start turning everywhere into glass yeah. and whatnot. That'd be so awesome. Actually. That would yeah. be pretty cool. I would I would ah, like to see good. that and fight. He just, just like stop in like a glass structure like, or something like. Yeah, eh, he'll be fine later somehow. <laughs> yeah. is that, somehow I was like, wait, I don't think you can. Because it's comic logic. Can you revert glass back to sand? I don't well, think it really is possible. Well, you can, but I'm pretty sure that Sandman's been turned into glass at some point. Oh, you, uh, it, you, yeah, you would think so. Yeah, at least one point in time, or at least in the majority of his body or something like that. You know, I said. Sandman, like pretty much is my first choice. My second choice is a lot like Mirror Master for mm-hmm. Spider-Man. Mysterio, I think, would be pretty good. For him. Oh, he could yes. misdirect him pretty well. Yes, very much he could, so. He could misdirect him pretty decently. Yeah, and, like, and he's got kind of like abracadabra for that one too. Yeah, so, you know, it's kind of like that whole because you know Flash is very much so of a uh, you know. Uh, person who uses his eyes and you know mm-hmm. he is a direct approach individual. Yeah. Whereas that's what Mysterio wants. He right. wants somebody who is going to run right up to him and yeah. try to punch him. Yeah. Because that's not going to be Mysterio. That's going to be a trap <laughs> some way <laughs> somehow. So. Exactly. Um, yeah. But yeah, that's a, that's a good and, one as well. And honestly, if we want to make a comic of just like a Flash Spider-Man team up, just have Mirror Master and Mysterio be the two villains. Yeah, that would be. Up. That'd be that, okay. that would that would be That'd great. Be right. Yeah. Or or this would be cool. If you have a t- here's what you do. You have a team up, Flash and Flash and, and Spider Man. Mm-hmm. Team up. This is a team up book. I, I, would, then, I would actually like to then, read that team up. To and be then, honest. literally, the Sinister Six and the Rogues. Oh, the Rogues just team up. Oh my gosh. So yes, yeah, because it's like six people in the Rogues, isn't it? Like the, the official Rogues core. The official, I think, yeah. is like four or five or something like that. Yeah, but it's, it's like it's like Heat Wave, <coughs> Heat Wave, Cold, Captain Cold, Mirror, Mirror Master, Master, Glider, Trickster. Trickster. It's like five or six. Weather Wizard. Weather Wizard. That's yeah. another so one like too. Yeah, so it is six. You're right. Boom, six and the Sinister so Six. 12 on 2 12 on 2 that'd be good that would be yeah. Uh, they'd, be, they'd be so screwed but it'd be good <laughs> it would be awesome because they'd triumph yes <laughs> they, they got to they're the, they're the heroes of the book so yeah. 
It'd be I, really, it'd be really fun. I know. I, I think we need to write this book. I pitch well, tomorrow. we've we've NBC. been we've had all these great ideas, Brandon. We I need know. to sit down and actually start if, like if, copywriting them, if anything. And, and the reason I do this, honestly, like Spider, like the Rose Gallery, is just because I've always said if you're gonna do Marvel versus DC. People always go, Captain America or Batman. Guess what? Neither of them win. Because <laughs> yeah, they're both heroes. They're both heroes. And they're just going to go, let's go, oh, you're not a bad guy. Let's go beat up the villain now. <laughs> so neither wins. Yes. I want to know who would win between the heroes and the villains. Like, mm-hmm. mix up the DC heroes with the Marvel villains, vice versa. That's what I like to see. Yep. So if you give me a team-up book... Sinister Six and, and the Rose. I almost, want to, I almost uh, want to write Marvel and DC and be like, listen, guys, you guys are missing out on a great opportunity. You're screwing here. it up. <laughs> you're screwing everything. You don't know what you're doing, guys. Oh, man. Yeah. But they, you know, I don't know. They they butt heads all the time. They can never get together long enough for that stuff to happen. Yeah, that's uh, true. They're always... The, I mean, the best thing about the DC... Uh, the best thing about, like, the DC versus Marvel things is... They typically get George Perez to do the art. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like, I know, right? And that's like we the best little, part about it. We so. get a little sweet Perez art yeah, going on there. Perez art, which is always nice. But that's going to do it for our episode. Good solid of one hour and a half here. Yeah, nice. Nice. nice, uh, nice well, it is an award show. It's they award tend to show. go on a little bit longer. Yeah, you know. Nobody uh, got nobody got played off stage, yeah, so it's, it's yeah. good. Didn't, you know. didn't, didn't ramble on for two hours, so we're good. <laughs> yeah, we're almost. Good. We're good. Almost did. But... Thank you so much. I want to go ahead and say this. Uh, thanks for being here. But thank you so much to Joe and Will at the Villain District for our new theme song. Yeah, you guys here. really knocked out of the park. It's really awesome. Uh, Bagged and Bearded has a new theme song as well. Yep. Bagged and Bearded is a show that Mitch is on. Mitch? Yeah, I am one-third of the Bearded crew on that mm-hmm. uh, on that wonderful podcast. Yeah, uh, we are on iTunes and Stitcher as well. If you guys want to follow us on Twitter, we're at Bags and Beards. The same thing with our Instagram. Mm-hmm. I don't think we have a Facebook page, so we probably need to get on top of that, to be yeah, honest. Yeah. But um, also, if you want to just follow me, um, uh, my name is, uh, I have an email, comicbookmitch at gmail.com, or you can just follow me on Twitter, some guy from KY. There you go. All right. Thank you, Mitch. Thank you for being on. I appreciate it. Not a problem, man. Anytime. Absolutely. This. Don't talk cartoons. I'll be here. Yep. That's right. This is, as you know, the Animation Destination Podcast. You can check us out on Facebook at facebook.com slash animationdestination. You can also check us out. It's coming very soon. Animation co- Animationdestination.com. Dot com. It's coming very soon. I have articles written and everything. So it's, <laughs> it's uh, official. It's official. It's going to have written content. Uh, also, be on the lookout for our new DNN website. It's on its way as well. Mm. It'll be launching this year probably in February. Possibly. Yeah, possibly. Little, crossing my fingers. <laughs> uh, along with all the new uh, music that we're all getting. Which is great. Uh, you know, up to higher and better things here. Uh, you can also check us out on Twitter, at AnimationDP. Uh, and, guys, it's been a pleasure. Thank you so much. This podcast has been growing steadily, and I appreciate all you listeners out there for it. Uh, share, like, comment, subscribe, do all that. All that uh, jazz. With your friends, because the only way this can get bigger is if you go out and share it. And I really appreciate it when you guys do that. So... Yes, uh, that's going to do it for this episode of the Animation Destination Podcast. Don't forget, people, there's no such thing as a happy ending because nothing ever ends. (laughs) 